Welcome everyone to this evening's episode of uh, Tomes and Tales RPG. I am your not so humble dungeon master, Cody, and with me are my victims. Say hi, everybody. Oh, hello. Yeah, welcome back to episode three. Um, as you can probably tell, it's it's a pajama episode. Uh, Mon made a joke in the GC, and now we're all in our pajamas, <laughs> and it's good. I I'm wearing a robe. I promise I have pants under this. <laughs> Please don't get mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. Uh, Insight checks, everyone. <laughs> Shit, gee, I'm lying. <laughs> um, with that, uh, Liam, it's great to have you back. <laughs> and we are going to jump into tonight's episode of Tomes and Tales. So, returning to our group of misaligned party members, we began. We begin on the morning following the brawl in the pit. We saw we started with Zephyrus and Zero, to which Zephyrus told Zero that Gosric had sent them to collect the White Widow from the Broken Knuckle and bring her home. Dardia, Hugel, and Voyage awoke from a long night of flashing magic lights and uh, popping druidcraft flowers. The Dwarven Bookie from the night before, who introduced himself as Raydan, had sought the help of the party in locating the town's trappers who hadn't returned from the previous expedition out of the town's limits. Bargaining another night's rest and possible transport to Hunnenfries, which seemed to be a shared place our party all need to go to, you all set off out of town to locate the last known location of the missing persons. Voyage led the party and eventually the group found markings leading to the path less traveled, which opened into a gigantic clearing where more than just animal trapping seemed to be afoot. A destroyed overturned cart and littered armor plates led the group to believe that there's something that had happened to the trappers may also have happened to Yuri and Daria's squad. Investigating further, Zero, through the aid of her magical pistol, was alerted to an attack on her person at which a shambling mound rose hidden from sight and attacked the party. A lengthy battle was had, and the party saw the beast felled, at which digging through its corpse found the remains of Yuri, and a note found also in a soldier's bag which was hidden off the main path. A line was drawn that the soldiers had attempted to help the trappers, but were also killed as well. So we return now uh, back to the tavern the following morning. The day is Diendas, which is the 17th day of Svathran, if you would like me to spell it out, it's D-I-E-N-D-A-H-S, which is the 17th day of the month of Svathran. I know <laughs> Bailey is elbow deep in getting all this written down, so it's great yeah. for me. A quiet trip back to Gutenlau was had, where the group had reconvened at the tavern and contacted Radon. Um, it was also made known that the party did not actually need complete transport to Hannah Frace anymore, but simply just a cart, as Daria had made known that he still had access to the horses, which him and Yuri had come in on. <clears throat> and before the night ended, uh, Zero was contacted by Valrus and was left reflecting on the task at hand that she had asked of her only remaining son. And now we return as the light dawns on another day of your, the day of your departure from Gutenlauer. So yes, 
into the day is Diendas, the 17th day of Swathran, and you guys all awake. And I'll give free range at this moment if anyone had anything particular they wanted to do. Probably being note that the elves would probably be the first ones to wake. You guys are rest the shortest. Um, is there anything particular you guys do waking up first, or you kind of just wait for the rest of the group to awaken and go about the business? Um, Zero would just come out of the meditation, I guess, and get all of her gear ready and just sit on the edge of her bed and wait for Zeph to wake up. Okay. And what about Dahlia? Uh, this is a little bit shell-shocked about losing my boy. Yeah. yeah he's a bit bulky. He's kind of waltzing or not waltzing around. No, he's, he's sad. Not he's sulking. Sad. I think sulking is the word. I think I think sulking is the yeah, word. Moping. 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 That's the word we're looking for. Yeah. All righty. So I would say it's probably... <laughs> I dance for my comrade. <laughs> in honour. Like that, that's insane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's... So it'd probably be quite quiet for you two comparatively, like waiting for everyone else to awaken, I would assume. Okay. Um, well, I guess we'll pan... We'll open the floor to the, the rest of the group. What would you guys all do as you wake up? Um, I think when Zeph wakes up they'll probably just give like a sort of good morning nod to zero and then just organize through their belongings and clean anything that hasn't been cleaned yet <laughs> since their last battle you sleep well as well as you can in a tavern fair enough got a bit of a journey ahead of us gotta make sure all my things are in check if you uh, need a hand with anything, let me know. Thank you. Same for you. And then I'll just continue getting my stuff together. Okay. What about uh, our other two boys? Boys and Hugo. Now the question is. Am I snuggled up with dog? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why are you even doubting that? <laughs> so yeah, essentially you got Hugo just rolling over, cuddling around dog, waking up my magic to a bit of a yes. Big slimy tongue. Just... <laughs> I'm gonna have to take a little bit of getting used to that. <laughs> just a big scruff on his head as he wakes up. Come on, boy. <laughs> Is dog a oh, boy or a girl or I'm sure. That. Just that. An it. <laughs> I haven't exactly it. flipped up the skirt to find out yet. Picks up. <laughs> dog's pronoun. Dog's pronouns are that dog. <laughs> I work with that. Dog's just dog. <laughs> I think we've just accepted dog is just dog. Just address dog in third person all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, wakes up. Big scruff to dog. So he just gets up, probably brushes a few extra petals off that have gone bad overnight. Drew crafts a few extras to replace what's in his cow so everything's nice and fresh. And jumps out of bed, way too good morning mood compared to most. Camera pants. <laughs> Best description I could describe for Voyage is he may appear very happy, 
But when he's on the cusp of waking up, he looks like he works a nine to five with an extra five hours overtime, six days a week. That's why dog's in your bed. <laughs> he works 25 eight a week. <laughs> I feel that muscle. But eventually he does pull himself together, come out of like the zombie state. Oh, I'm human again. Or not. Um, kind of looks over, checks, hey, wise dog got a pedal on his head. Oh, wait, we've got a halfling now. That's okay. And then just got, start going about his business to get ready for the morning. So, in due time, everyone awakes. You're able to get your gear prepped. Everyone kind of gets their game plan within said group feel free to interject and add anything that you know you want to get done before you go but unless anyone had anything key that they wanted to do leading into the morning it probably i would dare say be the same routine of getting up checking equipment um regarding to those who feel like they have to wash their clothes from the engagement the day before the tavern does have services available where you can take your clothes and wash them and have them dried out so i could say that could probably be like the first bit of your morning if you dare say because the the morning for those who wake up uh normally without the sense of um like trancing like the elves do um you your cue for waking up is when like animals and critters basically start chirping off and you know that the nocturnal ones have gone and the day ones are about so the waking up of animals is actually still considerably quite early like generally it's into like you know like six or seven in the morning ish so you guys have a good while to be able to get your stuff ready clean your clothes off the best you can so you can still wear them in later hours i'll say by the time you guys are able to leave your rooms and go downstairs to like get your breakfast it's about 9 a.m give or take and this is probably the first time where the two i guess friend groups of our party cross paths again from the day before so as you all come downstairs there's maybe like one or two patrons floating around the tavern but often their own like individual little areas and you guys go back to the same table you were at the day before and you all reconvene for the first time since yesterday. Some possibly looking a little bit more worse for wear comparatively to others. Not in the mechanical sense, just in the emotionally I am spent. <laughs> I gotta get them points. Three points is three points. <laughs> But yes, long table. Um, oh yes, like definitely make sure everyone's like long rested their characters and stuff. I don't think much happened uh, for Dahlia, Liam, but just in case, make sure you've long rested him to make sure he's up to oh, scratch. Yeah, I did that before. Excellent, thank <laughs> you. Oh, he doesn't get hit. <laughs> yeah. What? Scathe? What are you planet you on, bros? But you guys all reconvene at the table and unless anyone makes the first move, probably be a bit quiet, I dare say. Dahlia's like, how did you guys get so clean? We use a service. You can wash your clothes. Oh. Sun has only just cracked. You have plenty of time to do so. But be quick about it. We need to make the most of today. I assume we're going to be doing much traveling. Nice, she be up. Zero just looks back to Boyer. <laughs> <laughs> now go clean your clothes. <laughs> Yes, mom. And Emmy will go. 
<laughs> so <laughs> Voyage disappears up the stairs to go clean his clothes and possibly have a bath. <laughs> Take your dog with you. Stinks. <laughs> you get scowled at by this like grey drake and just waddles his fat ass. <laughs> so disgusted. <laughs> Yeah, he's grey now because all the mud's dried. <laughs> think um, think like the marching of the elephants from the Jungle Book, where it's like he like hits chairs and stuff on the way. So I was like, <laughs> like finds the path of least resistance and then goes up the stairs. Eventually, the dog is not immune to yeah, the mother's charm. No, not at all. And eventually, you are found by a dog, and I'd say like it's like while you're getting ready to like hop in the bath, the water's just been swapped out, and. It's like when baby joeys get into their mum's pouch and they go head first and roll. He just goes, <laughs> and he like rolls in and like the water spills out. And you see like just the top of like this like green drake's head, the red spikes. It's just like. <laughs> like, 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 yeah, like he's he, like dogs loving it, right? <laughs> but you are able to have a bath and get yourself sorted. I would say maybe taking. I say, if full extent, like having a bath and maybe like just giving your clothes like a quick like scrub over so they're not as bad, so you can actually wear them. I'll say it's probably still about like ten, maybe ten fifteen, ten ish in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ten, ten ten. Anyway, and as boys, you're basically like getting out of the bath, getting your clothes ready. The rest of you, while you're sitting at the table, uh. I guess while Voyage was doing that, is anything happening at the table? Has anyone ordered breakfast? What's what's the game plan for you guys right now? Zeph's gonna go up and get some breakfast ordered, but before they do that, they're just gonna ask for preferences, like um, anything that you prefer for breakfast. Carbs, lots of carbs, please. Carbs. Diet. Yep. Not very gross. Anything that grows. Perfect. Zeph's gonna exactly say that. Carbs, anything that grows, <laughs> and some form of bacon. Okay, cool. <laughs> Let's go. Um, I'll say for Is there only one form of bacon. <laughs> some form. It's just bacon. Loosely, <laughs> it's a tavern. They <laughs> don't know. I have a few different. <laughs> some form of bacon <laughs> could be a human. Uh, <laughs> like a batch. In these <laughs> parts, you do not know. <laughs> the potato peeler. All right, hang Bro. back here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop. No more. Can you mark off uh, eight silver pieces? We'll say instead of getting individual meals, you basically got like picking bowls. Yeah. Because they only do food and drink here as like singular things, which is kind of frustrating. So I'll say eight silver pieces basically gets you enough to serve the table and with enough of voyage as well. And maybe dog, you don't even know if dog eats. It's kind of just just there. She eats my flowers. <laughs> yeah, I think that's I think that's habitual, my guy. <laughs> but um, Hugo will also go up to. It's a tavern we're in, right? Yes. And by a like flask size thing of spirits sure that'll be doesn't need to be much i'll say for a flask size i'll say let's go like once what's what's half of a silver <laughs> it's uh copper. yeah do that thank god i got another dungeon master at this table <laughs> don't so, ask me <laughs> you got another dungeon master at this table it's so good <laughs> i love that and in due time, Voyage, you are able to descend and join the group if there isn't anything else you would like to do. And 
it's probably about 10.30, 10.45-ish, later, a bit later into the morning, where Radon, the Dwarven Bookie, walks back in to the tavern wearing, like, the long, you know, the tunic and then the, the scarves and all that sort of stuff. Bit Rotan walks in and he goes, oh, good morning, good morning, comrades. How did we... How'd you sleep? Did you sleep? Absolutely fantastic, thank you, sir. You're a very chipper young man. I like it. It's a beautiful day. It looks outside. Is it a beautiful day? Make a perception check. It's storming. It's trees never falling on houses. There's fires. There's a cow. <laughs> I realize I haven't had any of an audio play at all. It's a spiky boy. Yeah, 18. 18? All things considered, not too bad. Sky's still grey. Haven't seen the sun in God knows how long. Since I ever lived, probably. I've seen them alive. Uh, but you look outside, and what for for Miros weather, especially in an air shroud, it's tidy. It's um like the sky's grey, but the wind's ever so light. Doesn't seem to look like there's gonna be rain or anything. So it actually probably for a day for you guys to kick off your travel, this is probably one of the better ones. Perfect day for travel. Uh, Everyone yes. has their preference, I guess. And you find when Radon uh, sits at the table with you, he goes, Now, luckily, I was able to, in fact, secure a cart. One of the farmers was not too upset with letting one of their. Albeit, it is smaller. It really only fits two people at a time. So if you are looking to travel, you'll have to take some shifts. But I think that still works out a lot better than all five, technically six, walking on foot. No? Lovely. Well, I have had them take it to the entrance of town so you can unhitch whichever horse you intend to bring. Uh, you, my armored friend, uh, considering your... Um, Comrade didn't need his horse. I did mention to the farmers that uh, the horse and trade, one of the horses and trade for the cart would be a fair trade. Just to make sure they're not completely out. Storblien. You took my friend's horse? He's not going to need it. That's my horse. <laughs> Actually, it's my dad's horse, but you know. Well, I assumed the horse that had less items on it was yours because you brought them in with you. I don't think a dead man's going to take his items with him, don't you think? I mean, Dari just like sinks back down into his shell and he's. Yeah. Okay. Do you think? Okay. Okay. So. I just realized at that split second, I have to actually retcon my own statement. Yuri's horse was killed because he took it to ride off. <laughs> so technically that wouldn't go. You didn't take I my friend's horse. <laughs> I, I was thinking God. about that and I didn't see <laughs> my own notes. I'm glad I picked that up now. So we can just cut that whole bit out. <laughs> <laughs> so, cart will be at the entrance of town whenever you are ready to go. Yep. It's basically just going to be sitting there. So at this point in time, basically what Radon is alluding to is you're free to leave at your own discretion. It's ready to go. So feel free to take care of whatever business you have to take care of leading up to your departure. But at this point in time, it's about 10.30, 10.45-ish in the morning, give or take. So if you want to make a good travel, 
soon is better than later, but it's entirely up to you. How many days was the travel again? About seven. Seven and a bit. And that's that's consistent. Like you the the gentleman that dropped you off took the path of least resistance. And at some instances, even from your memory, like without a history check, you know there were some bits where he booked it. Yeah. Like he wanted Audis 5,000 quick. Yeah. So there were some bits where, you know, he kind of gunned it and it was a bit, how you going? But you got there pretty decent. Yeah. On foot, you'll probably look, if you can keep your travel nice and concise, maybe about eight days, eight and a half, maybe nine if something bad happens. Yeah. But seven, and with a horse doing rotating, a horse doing with a cart rotating shifts, maybe about seven and a half. Does anybody have any arrows, loose arrows they want to pry up? Anyone need to stock up on, say, rations or anything like that before we go? It's going to be. I believe that was part of our deal that had given enough rations for the trip down. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that those are in our cart. You can assume as much as you like. Mm. Right on. <laughs> I, ne- I never left. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see you there. <laughs> like just uh, like, half man scale. <laughs> Are our supplies in the cart that we agreed with? Oh yes, yes. Seven days, seven days, <laughs> seven days trail rations for a group. So obviously, expending more than your share, you'll start to run a bit loose. Also, be wary of animals. Are Looks there... down at dog. <laughs> He's any... stolen the bowl of bacon. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> are there any trading posts or campsites along the road that are particularly worth either avoiding or aiming for? Not real trading posts, no. But if you've got supplies to last the trip, you can stop off at Sindrofen. Sindrofen's a town that's on the way. They they are a lot smaller than us. They're more of like a small isolated village. But they they trade. They have lumber and their own supplies that they bring in. And they, you know, they fish and they hunt. So I dare say if you need supplies on the way, that would probably be your best bet. That's about three days, give or take. If If you're going south... It'll be a left-hand adjacent path. You can't miss it. It's a nice little clearing. So Hugh will take a minute and just try to swing with his map and kind of get him to point out roughly where on the map. Yeah, definitely. So he can mark it on this DIY map that he's been putting together. And now, yep, so you have that marked off. And basically the way he explains it is the cl- the clearing itself is like you can see where like the path divots off and Sindrofen is down the left-hand way. And he basically explains it is a little bit... I say out of the way, but it's the best place to stop so you're freshly supplied when you get into Hanafres as a proper city. Thank you very much, sir. You're most welcome. Is there anything else I can do for you before we part ways? No, I think we are fine. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the help. I am dreadfully sorry about your first... Well, not really yours, but your old first total interaction here being a bit of a messy one, but hopefully I don't think we'll see that group of people again. But if you ever find yourself back this way, please do stop in. It's lovely to have you. You have an exciting town. We try our best. That's what Daniel, my friends. And he hops off his little stool and <laughs> goes about his business. Your breakfast is finished. Um, your cart is loaded with the trail rations. If you want to grab any extra little bits and bobs, you are able to do so. But unless anyone had anything immediately left to do, the day is yours, dear compatriots here in Collect. Um, Zero's going to head straight for the cart. Wants to get a hustle on. Just beelines it, 
boots, heel boots clacking on the wooden floor as Zero marches out the door. Are we like leaving right now? Unless you have anything immediate you want to do, basically, yeah. You're getting into like midday, like 11-ish time now. So like you're into the midday. If you want to make good time, you would need to start moving. Zeph's going to follow in Zero's footsteps. Yeah. Three sets of clacking heels along the cobblestones as Voyage follows. The most fabulous boots you've ever done, Zine. Oh, you best believe they're clean now too. <laughs> we love a Cuban heel on a green boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming our, our tank and our flower boy follow. Oh, yeah. Anywhere that dog's going, Hugo's following. <laughs> I can't wait for the day that Hugo rides dog into combat. He just needs to get a little bit bigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love it. You move down the street as you guys walk through um, Gutenlau as a town. You notice where some of the townsfolk grew a bit more, like going to the media, it's a bit busy now. Like people are doing their work they need to do. Um, millers are bringing the wood in. The cattle farmers are moving from paddock to paddock. You know, it's it's bustling. They're doing what they need to do to survive. And as you all move through the main strip of the township, you notice where people are, are taking a bit more of attention of you. You know, you've done, you've done them a service and a town even at a decent size that this is, people talk and it travels very quickly. Considering you came back into the evening yesterday and now a lot of people are looking at you like they kind of already know. I think I I would be bold enough to say that next time you return, you'll probably be welcomed with a bit more hospitality for what you have done. And I I won't even make you guys have to roll or anything for it. That's just something you pick up in the air. People want you to know that they know and they appreciate what you did for the town, even though the results were grim, unfortunately. You get to the edge of the town where, uh, like where majority of you came in and you see where the threshold of the town basically is like a solid cutoff. The cobblestone stops and it becomes a dirt path. The fences end and it's almost like a very clear divide where the sound of the town behind you exists and the sound of the wilderness in front of you begins. Um, you can feel where the light breeze brushes past you, you know, swaying your cloaks and, you know, some of the loose bits of Darius armor clanks giving like the only artificial sound in the landscape that is majority nature, critters, animals, the wind blowing, the, the giant oaks creaking in the wind. As you guys uh, load up the cart and mount it to Darius' horse, everything's in there ready to go. And all that awaits for you guys is to take the first step on your, for some of you, on your journey home. This is the point of no return. If there's anything you need to do, do it now. Because then we start, we put on our big kid pants and we start, keep on keeping on. Big kid pants are on. Who's sitting in the cart first? That is for you to decide. Shotgun. (laughs) (laughs) I have little legs. Well, the thing is, you could ride the horse, like... It's your horse. That thing is carrying so much weight already. It's a draft horse, dude. That's huge. But then to have me still on it, I feel bad. Like, but don't then. <laughs> then put Hugo. I'm a person. <laughs> I'm nothing. But you would, I dare say for you especially, you would know that that, that horse is going to lead better if you lead it. Oh, that, is, is your, that is your horse. I'm, I'm still soft. I'm, in a, I'm, I'm making this as oh, a ruling God, too. God. Because I'm going to walk with my horse. <laughs> How quick does the horse move it's like, a it's a what's it called a canter when they have a nice little walking pace a canter Hugo's a bit slower than everyone else so assuming we want to move quick it's better to have Hugo either 
Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Otherwise, if we're moving to a solar face, I am going to make it a rule because it is Daria's horse that was gifted to him by his father. You don't need to make animal handling checks when you walk it, but anyone else who takes shifts will have to. Okay. Lovely. Yeah. Stay away. I have spoken! <laughs> <laughs> I have the sleeves for it now. So <laughs> um, Zero is happy to walk for this portion of the journey. Cool. Everyone else? I think we're happy to walk. Seth's happy to walk. So Hugel's basically in the cart, kind of being like a inventory person and a, a lookout. <laughs> like a whole bunch of flowers just appear and Hugel's just underneath them. Yeah. Just flower tiles. At <laughs> the back of the cart, instead of smoke. God damn it! I will say he's keeping an eye out for any like graveyards or anything like that. Constantly, for sure, that can be something that we can do. But Daria leading his horse, we take the first step, and we are now on our way to Hunterface. Now. Traveling through a landscape, it is not all hunky-dory skipping and tossing stones and, as Sky put it once, crop dusting fucking trees. <laughs> <laughs> I would like someone to roll a D100 and a D10, please. Oh, I'll roll a D100. The fuck? Oh, no, mind. D100 and a D10. Oh, no. Oh, oh who, what did you roll? Is that a D100? No, that's percentile. I'm out. Yeah, I'm on the, uh, 34. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm learning. from the midday where you left, going for your first day, it is uneventful. You are able... <laughs> I watched you for yours go... You are able to move through, and luckily it's because you're traveling a path that's so well known, it's very easy for you all to maintain this nice, consistent pace. Like the horses at a nice canter, and you guys just book along. You're all good. It's a nice, easy day to go. No worries at all. Now, let me just. Yep. You move along the pathway, you know, the light wind is still uh, blowing, sometimes with you, sometimes against you. You find it's this, the the weather events as far as like where the wind patterns along is very random sometimes. Sometimes you feel like you're like pushing against a little bit. Sometimes it feels like it's giving you a nice little boost, but you are able to push through and all is well. Uh, But it comes into the evening where you guys, I guess... How late do you think you guys would want to go? Sundown. Like right where the sun hits or maybe a little bit into dark time to stop? To continue, sorry. I kind of don't want my horse getting spooked by anything at the night. At so pretty much sun's so gone over the horizon, but there's dark, still yeah. some like light shining. So it's like that dusk light yeah, where it's yeah. like it glows sun's a little bit. Sun's gone, I think still it, you know, light. Time to set up camp. Yeah, we've got to find somewhere to set up camp. You still got to cool. set up camp. So we'll say we'll say it's basically like you try and egg on that movement right to the point where it's like okay it's darkness now and like the, some of this some of the light from the moonlight and sometimes where the clouds break a little bit you can see some starlight which is obviously very rare but it does happen and you're like okay now it's time to it's time to stop. I'd say Hugo would say as soon as the sky source starts shifting color into that sunset sort of feel, yep. start looking out for campsites. Exactly. Yeah. For sure. Um, make a investigational nature. Either, either one of those. 17. Oh, 
six, I think it is. Oh no, my nature's terrible. That's right. But you roll seventeen on the die. Seventeen on the die. Oh, a seventeen on the die, easy. Um, for you, it becomes a point. It's like, what's going to be the easiest way for us to move the cart off the road where we can comfortably stop, but still be okay to get back on the path and not get lost. And you find there is a nice little pocket because you know, like with those big trees, they like pull the soil up so it becomes very bumpy and wavy but there's a nice little pocket between like i say like two and a half of these root stems where it's a nice little it's off the main strip but it's just close enough that you know like when the light begins to shine again you'll be able to find where you are and you guys are able to posture up and set up camp so i'll say it's probably like man that time of the day going to like six thirty maybe six thirty about that when like you guys finally set up and you're like Sat down. What are we doing? Um, Zero is going to uh, approach uh, Dalian. Um, Don't look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Like. Pierce my soul. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh, you mean, you mean. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> We only need to chance. Are you in a good enough headspace to do watch for half the night? Yes. Ah, I am okay. I'd like to roll an insight check to see if he is. <laughs> roll deception. Okay. Roll deception. <laughs> Daria. Uh, oh, wait. What am I rolling? Ah, uh, you're rolling. Yeah, D20 for your deception. Oh, you can't lie for shit, bro. I got advantage anyway, so I'm just gonna see if I can finesse it a bit more. No, that's all right. So that's let's just see if we crit. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm what? Two. What does what does um zero see on your face? Awesome. Big uh, sadness. <laughs> he lost his boy. He's still coming to terms with it. Didn't even get to have a drink with him or say goodbye because everyone wanted to leave. Sorry. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> Yes, I can take watch. I can take watch. It's all right. I'll pat down my horse and then. Davai, you go rest and sleep. Are you med- sure? Yeah, I'm an elf. I can meditate. I know you can meditate, but it's when you're awake that I'm worried about. You don't seem like your head is in the game. Understandably so. I am okay. I think I will be. Okay. Mm. You take first watch then. Nah. Good. Mm. Right. Good idea. Okay. I can't sleep. Should be a little grab voyage. Oh, go get some firewood. Yeah. Right. Quest time. Dog stick. <laughs> <laughs> and you just watch this long scaly boy just disappear. And it's like it's creepy because like there's that there's like that immediate vicinity where it's like you guys can like kind of see each other in the immediate area. And then he just <gasps> disappears <laughs> into the darkness comes back and it's just a huge fucking log. <laughs> like, like, like I'm talking like there's still dirt on the bottom where he's yanked out. He's got a tree. <laughs> it's like it's like the top half is obviously busted from where like it's been hit by like a large creature of some sort and it's, it's broken off but the other half is like rooted and dirty and he's like firewood. Uh, that'll work. <laughs> Hugo can't even pick it up. Uh, <laughs> make, make a strength saving throw. Nah. I imagine Hugo's just picking up little bits of kindling and sticks while dogs 
dragging this giant thing or for sure for sure i'll say it's easy enough for uh voyage you can play out your whittling dagger and you kind of like because it's a bit dry because it's been dying you like wedge it in and like snap it and with um hugel's trail you guys are able to like separate it into some decent chunks um and for the sake of it immediately dog being just a unit and then uh hugel getting the kindling i'm not going to make you do a proper church in the middle of the woods for firewood you guys are able to get yourself a nice little fire going um We've seen like Zero and Dario and Hugel and Voyage. What about Zeph? What's going through their head right now? Well, what's their game plan for camping? They're like, what the fuck is this? Um, (laughs) They've never done anything like this. Fire! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's a bucket of water on the (laughs) camp. I got it, guys. I got it. You're okay. The wilderness will survive. I'm helping. Hugel, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Uh, um, <laughs> buddy. I was like, yeah, oh, fuck. Um, why are you booing me? I'm right. <laughs> I was saying booers. Anyway. Well, they'll probably just observe what everyone else is doing and how they're just collectively and just naturally going about having their own things to do, like with the fire, just making sure watch is covered. And then they'll be like, I know what everyone needs food. And then they'll just go to the um, cart and get um, some drinks and some food and start handing it out to people. Yeah, you got like your water skins, like your trail rations, there's like bits of bread, some cured meats, all that sort of stuff, and you're able to snack around. So in time, as everyone begins to sit down to like have dinner before watches start and rests start, um, Zephyrus hands out uh, the small ration bags. And you find they're, they're isolated into like individual bags. So, like that's your meal portion. So you're able to like open up the little leather and there's like, all your bits in there and you guys all sit down for a meal as you eat fire crackling um the only real sense of rhythm is like like dog laying down next to voyage and like their breathing is like very consistent and it's actually quite rhythmic it's quite nice you know the sound of like the fluttering of like ours and the the cooing of ours in the distance and like sometimes you hear like cicadas and like crickets and like those little critters hobbling around it's quite calm it's quite relaxing but is there anything anyone wants to do before we go to bedtime basically people does some prayers mm-hmm. snuggles off in their little rucksack that bear trap was taken off voyage wasn't it yes it was Radon claimed it for um basically because it was the towns they own it before going off to bed, once everything's starting to settle down and yeah, like this one, like lean over here, <laughs> <laughs> the fire, the fire's starting to go down. Like it's becoming low light now. Like getting ready for everyone to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Forget my name. Eh? <laughs> I'm never gonna pronounce it right, so I'm just gonna make it progressively worse. Um, that's called growth. <laughs> <laughs> to follow up on the conversation that Voyage had pitched earlier, uh, like the day prior after the body was, or the arm, or the thing was found. The thing that goes there. Yep. Because I have no fucking idea what's happening. You were about to be ripped apart emotionally. (laughs) (laughs) Flashbacks. Prepare yourself. Um, Voyage is basically just going to approach and be all like, how you holding up? 
Are you, are you sure you're alright? Okay. Uh, yeah, no, I'm kind of just... I'm still brushing my horse from like an hour ago. I feel like How it's one of those... We, did we talk? That's probably, that's probably about like 30 minutes ago. You were yeah, maybe 40 minutes ago. Like brushing and stuff. I feel like it's one of those things where it's like a person who doesn't want to confront real life at that current moment is immersing themselves in a senseless task. Oh, I'm fucking traumatized. Like, oh, yeah. Because it's like his first real like death death, like close friendly death. Yeah. And he was with him and his family and shit kicked off. So, yeah, his game was broken. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm okay. He's not okay. <laughs> just you so sort of laying there completely like almost just oblivious to feelings when it comes to death <laughs> we all die we're all mortal he's gonna be fine as he rolls off the bed Don't. completely oblivious to the real life situation that's going <laughs> on that's got pack, that's got packer energy from Atlantis I sleep in the nude <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like tell me I'm wrong you can't <laughs> anyway Hugo is very unemotional about death like he's like come on guys we all die probably seeing like a more vulnerable exchange zero understands that it's probably harder to become vulnerable in front of a group of people so you just see zero go well and she <laughs> up a, a drink and decides to go to bed to remove one less person from this conversation okay zeph is like side eye he's so dark <laughs> <laughs> just like <laughs> i did not sign up for fucking Therapy today, guys. No, I, I'm just, bad. Yeah, I'm the queers the here, and we've got you. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, honey. Let me plait your hair. It'll be fine. Get the flowers. We need them. Hugo <laughs> <laughs> was just like, it doesn't get why you're all so worried at all. Like, you're almost probably looking in, like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Dog, can you gestures to Hugo and just kind of taps Dahlia to just like, come on, look. Dahlia, Darren, Daria, Queen. Nah. <laughs> I'm so fucking sorry. We need, we need sorry. to get over the hill that Bailey's probably not going to get the name. <laughs> yeah. I'm just get dyslexic as now. shit. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to overthink it every time now and just keep like that. Yeah. Drive you past the correct. Call me whatever you want. It's fine. <laughs> Sweetheart, come on. Let's go. Do not expect. Hey, look. Yeah, he kind of just like. Server and that's the same thing he did. Oh, I can't believe I just gave you shit about my name and I forgot your name. Yeah, <laughs> eat shit and die. <laughs> I should have my vest. I've got a patch with a raccoon that says that. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm i okay. Uh, it's okay to mourn the loss of a loved one. I know. I, I just, he's taken it really bad because he's probably the only person in that entire situation where he could have done something. He was the healer. He could have helped, mm-hmm. but no, he didn't. So he's feeling a bit. But I'm okay. Yeah, he just puts on a smile and does his thing. Goes back to brushing his horse. You need rest. Hmm. Bye bye. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Voyage is gonna cave in, but he's also gonna be a like dog. Watch the big elf guy. <laughs> there's a there's a solid. Where's my D10? The dog doesn't understand. There's a solid five minutes where dog's eye contact doesn't break, and then he just goes. 
and he's out. He's yeah. out. So it's it's you tried, Fred. It's Dar- is Daria sitting there like shield and sword, like chilled out, just a big clump of scaly Drake. I'm. Or would you be patrolling? I'm walking around the perimeter, bro. I ain't no fucking noob like these guys. You um, the door one spot. No, yeah, I'm patrolling. Soldiers, your soldier training coming. Yeah. Uh, make <laughs> a <laughs> make a perception check. As you wander around this evening, mm, I need to check my. Can you hold me? As you move around, the dry leaves are cracking under your weight. Um, and I was saying, it's it's just far away where it, he he doesn't interrupt the party sleeping. I got a ten. I don't really see much. With a ten, you just hear sometimes an occasional fluttering of some winged creature flying off and some cicadas and stuff yeah owls. and <laughs> that old joke other than that just the the sl- slight clanking of your armor on your on like your undershirt and stuff and just the cracking of leaves under your feet all seems well and eventually four hours pass without incident next it up is zero's watch your turn, friend. Yes. <laughs> hey, it's okay. It's just dire. Wake up. My turn to sleep. Yes, mm. you are. Why do you have a gun? Why do you not have a gun? <laughs> I have a sword. Is that actually a gun? She's a gun Ooh. slinger. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. It would have been funny if I very tired. I'll stab your eyes out. Cross me again, you are dead. You are dead. Anyway. Oh, right. for what? Yes. Take your gun. No worries. Thank night, you. Night, night. Good night. He meditates, but he does his thing. Just cross legged in the middle. Of the I feel yeah. For some reason, for me, it's like um, it's like now the worst thing is when when you are a character that wears like heavy armor, you have to take your armor off to actually get the benefits of a long night's rest. So it's like there's like a couple of moments where I was like, does it count if I'm meditating? Yes. Oh, yeah. But eventually, it's like you you're able to. I think it's like ten, I, forgive me if I'm wrong. I think it's like ten minutes or something to like don and doff armor. I don't know. It's some weird bullshit. But we don't care. Um. Anyway, <laughs> so I just stand there like. He's pulling his cock out. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping no one would say it. Inspiration. Inspiration. I already have it. Thank you very much. <laughs> Love it. But. Pause. <laughs> I had no part. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. But you're able to just slip your armor off and easily enough just slip into your trance and you're good to go. Did I miss something from like last time? No. Okay. No. Right. Yes, you no, did. That was just like yeah. a random thing. Or... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Memes, bro. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> Gotta stop getting sick. Zero takes her approach to watch uh, much more differently mm-hmm. um, than Dadia. Um, she simply sits with her back to the horse because if something approaches the horse, she would assume that it would have a reaction of some kind. So she sits with her back to the horse mm-hmm. and she simply closes her eyes, both pistol, like elbows on her knees, both pistols and hands, um, waiting for it to ping off any warning. She closes her eyes and just simply listens for the next four God, hours. It's just, it's so, it's so cowboy. It just runs your all those old westerns I used to watch with my pop. Wow, wow, wow. wow, wow. 
no. <laughs> uh, make a perception check, please. Can do. It's a d20. Well, d20 system, Sky. Wrong game, G. Oh. oh. What'd you get? I got a nat one. Oh, six. With a six. Still a nat one. It's I a lot. Of, yeah, nat one. Nat one is only a critical failure on attacks, uh, mechanically. I'm not that much of a What a horrible DM with. rule. We should just make it. Yeah, yeah. like, like <laughs> automatically. Well, I mean, no, everything. we're all sleeping. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Yeah, shut up, you two. <laughs> Let him Critical give us the benefit of the doubt. Your what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, if it helps um, when I, I run, I obviously everyone's different, but when I run, I don't I do not do it on skills either. I don't do it. It's yeah, just silly. I'm still in combat. You find the difference for your observation comparatively is because you're not moving there's no introduced sounds or senses that can possibly distract or dissuade it's very quiet the wind rushing past your ears sometimes can catch you off guard a little bit and you're like twitch and one of your ears wiggle i would think i've got my pistol i've got my pistol warning anyways if something's coming i'm gonna know the thing is in your in the time for you it takes to watch and look over the party, nothing nothing triggers. It is a quiet night and it is silent. But one thing that hits you a little bit is over the last two days, you've possibly had more genuine interaction with people than you've had over the last couple of weeks, even months. And you find in the silence, it's actually a bit disheartening. And the silence hits a little bit harder this time than what it did the months before. But we go in. Yes. I'm so sorry. Go for it. Um, could I spend a moment? Sure. Uh, I count on it. <laughs> I, I want to, I guess it, Zero would take note about how people rest. Um, mm-hmm. Like if they have restless sleep, um, uh, just sort of taking note about their, their sleeping habits really. Um, just something she'd probably pay mind to, really. Okay. Um, what are you hoping to glean from it, just so you can get a baseline of how people are normally? Mm, yes. I would like everyone here to make just flat charisma. So D20, add your charisma modifier. Can I just tell her that I'm not asleep and I know she's looking at me? Well, trancing, you're still di- disassociated from real life. I'm never fucking going to get that again on Charisma. I was 18. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Wasted. No, GTA no. style. <laughs> Bing. Yeah. Uh, like meditation in which I remain conscious so I can hear everything around. I but she's not moving. You're not going to notice. I feel her looking at me. <laughs> oh, I get a nat 20 anyway. So, so anyone... <laughs> what did you get? Eight. Okay, so anyone that rolled below 10 is probably i would dare say not normal but the thing with observing people sleeping it basically you've got a good baseline now of where i think for hugel it's a bit odd because like hugel's such like an animated little character so it's a, it's a bit like sometimes it's like this sometimes he goes to a pose like this sometimes he goes to a pose like this and like sometimes random flowers just go and pop out like <laughs> it's this the weird thing yeah. I was wondering if I heard something like, yeah. in my chair. Because yeah. right. <laughs> I went over there. I was like, what the fuck was that? But it's like, like Hugel, Hugel's low roll on charisma basically anticipates it's like, 
he, this is not a normal base value for him if something would be bad. So it'd be a bit odd. What did you get? Five? Probably the same thing. Voyage is probably also a very animated sleeper. So getting the sense, it's like, I can't tell if something's wrong or if this boy just likes to dance in his sleep. <laughs> it's a bit odd. These two are like peas in a pod. They're exactly the same. But Dahlia and Zeph specifically are very still. They're very motionless to the sense where it's like, that would actually be a bit tricky to try and figure out because you can't tell if it's like where it's like you and they're very rigid in their sleep because they're always ready. It's a bit odd but you've got a pretty good sense that you would know now something was wrong. Do any of you sleep talk? I sleep think. We all do. It's called dreaming. <laughs> of note. Of note. Dead I'd play. Like, I'd like <laughs> to interject funny. that very specifically, Voyage doesn't sleep with Dog. Dog does his own thing. Oh, Dog's still passed out away from you? Yeah. From <laughs> but he keeps a little... Rock, like a pebble. Yeah, like a like a sending stone on hand, just in case. You just say sending stone. Ah, <laughs> uh, walkie rocky. But like, it's like one of those things. He might be posed like he's doing the macarena, but he's got a rock in his hand, so it's kind of always there. Okay. Zeph would probably be, and every now and then Twitcher. Yeah. Looks like a jungle as he's going to bed. Yeah. He has druid craft with a lot of <laughs> flowers and plants around him, so he almost looks like he's half blended into like a flower bed under a tree, almost like a little <laughs> camouflage. Up to uh, up to his neck, like the way he's showing. He's got like all the flowers. When you're around sleeping over your friend's place, I don't give you a blanket. It's like a whole lady in a crash house, which is like. <laughs> <laughs> Covered in trash. He was used to being out on the road and in nature, so that's kind of like a defensive thing, like almost camouflaging himself in amongst a pile of plants that he's drew a crafted before okay. falling asleep. Zero, can I get you to make a just perception? You Move, you'll die. <laughs> <laughs> you could have done that. <laughs> That's been no, in the whole you time. You don't touch other people's die. Could have asked me before you roll. I want to sleep. Just in a meditative state. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware of what's happening. Table, What'd you get? Not one. Yeah, okay, that's fine. That's okay. I think you poisoned his dice. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hope I didn't. Um, <laughs> is that but, the one I gave you? You're welcome. Who's that? It's cool. That's cool. Ascending stone. You don't notice that. No one. No, I was just looking at. No, I was just looking at what the fuck it was, and that's really OP. But the morning comes. Yeah. Without incident, you guys are able to get. Full benefits of long rest not that obviously mechanically it really matters but even with the fact that you are traveling you feel pretty pretty good you know everyone was able to find their own little little nook and cranny and get comfortable and you are able to awake it's it's the animals it's the animals that wake you up like obviously the sunlight cresting through the canopy is a bit tricky because they're so dense but eventually it does go through the cloud cover and the morning animals wake you up and you're able to start on your Second day. How do we want to approach the second day? 
Tired just being on fight. Just, yeah, it takes four hours to. Oh, you're where where you where you elves wake up naturally on a transfer. Yeah. Yeah. So that would have been a we full eight, eight hours sleep. Yeah. yeah. Where what well, is yeah. where you <laughs> mathematics is not my strong point. Where the elves would wake up for a trance. If you like going to sleep when you did at night, mm. you waking up actually coincides when the animals start kicking off. So for yeah. you it's it's seamless wake up. Yeah. Or it's nice and easy. And obviously it's not hundred and ten percent without like um like timekeeping utilities out in the wild you're doing pretty well though basically yeah and when you guys obviously you guys awake you're able to we're not going to role play the whole thing you guys are able to pack (coughs) your camp up and unless anyone had plans you're able to start your next day i want to very specifically point out that voyage will go out of his way to properly dismantle the fire pit Mm -hmm. make sure it doesn't appear like it's been used recently makes a lot of handshake we're being hunted no, what? Being hunted? Yeah. That's something that people do when they're being followed and chased. Or just a... Um, 15? Ranger being... A ranger being a ranger, yeah. Um, with a 15, easy. You are, like, you kick you kick up the fire itself and it's like you invert the soil over, spread it out. You get dog to run over it a couple of times and it's seamless. You can see what you're doing. You across a few plants growing over it. Really very awesome. cool, very cool. You are able to do that seamlessly <laughs> and it works out very well but with that we go into our next day of travel can someone else pl- please roll a d100 and a d10 so you want your d10 and you want what you percentile and your d100 uh, 31 all right sorry i just got to answer this question uh it is now mike and us no sorry we were in we were on. We are on. I believe we're on D and Dust. So yeah, the next day is Mike and Dust, which is M I C H E N D A H S. It's the eighteenth day of Svathrin. So I used a lot of like like German linguistics on this, yeah, just to really fuck with everyone. No, I do. It's okay. Dyslexic brain, just like. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Uh, Mike and it. But. Loving it. Before we go, Hugo's going to pull out an apple that he's got that's starting to go a little bit bad and feed it to the horse. Yeah. So, what, what's this boy's name? <laughs> that's a very good question. <laughs> go on, son. Pull it out. Dharma. Dharma? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Dharma. D A R M A? D A M A. Oh, D. What's that? name Jeffrey? Literally just. Yeah. That's what it was. We just speak horse in Chinese. <laughs> Tight. Yep. You know what? Hey, no. Effective. Fun fact it also means more than one. It's It's literally the same. What a weird conjunction of words. Yeah. Language so, is weird. Big horse in. Never 31%, been. wasn't it? Segway. Yes. That's correct. Starting from your morning trip, mm-hmm. it is without incident. Eventually, into the morning, probably about an hour and a half ish, give or take, as you guys continue, you do cross the river. Now, the river is wide enough. You're probably looking at about 20, 21 feet, give or take, but there is a decent little wooden bridge that is built over, very wide for carts. Um, definitely not for two, but one cart, if people are kind enough to give way, you are able to. Go past. Is it going to do the thing? River. 
Is it Riversound? Please? Hell yeah. God, I love this app. <laughs> but you guys are able to uh, pass over the river. It is still... So I roll a d24. Damn, he's on it. It's a four. The fourth. Huh. Weather's starting to go a bit on the south side. Um, the, the cloud cover that normally allows for the sun to uh, become a bit like... Uh, what's the word? I keep forgetting the word where it's like... Overcome. Diffuse. That's the word. It's diffusing <laughs> Diffuse. the, the light of the sun. That's the um, it maybe looks like it might rain, but unsure because the clouds can go in and out of being darker light all the time, but only weather coming in, you're really going to know. But you guys are able to continue on and keep pushing on. Is anyone doing anything? Are there any particular thoughts anyone wishes to voice as you continue on during the day? We'll say for this point, for the sake of brevity, you're about you're about hitting the past midday into the afternoon, give or take. Dari would like to sniff the air and try and find out what is the chance of it going to rain. Do a nature check? Do a, oh yeah, nature check. Are you smart, my boy? <laughs> <laughs> Intelligence. No, no, no. I've got a nine. Is that a nine or a six? That's a six. six. Oh, uh, un- unsure. <laughs> <laughs> unsure. Looks at his chest. It's not raining. I'm sorry. Then I wipe myself. Yes, man. <laughs> and then we keep going. Everyone make perception checks for me. Oh, nat 20. Nice one, man. Get your nat 20. Two nat 20s? Really? Hell yeah. One, right in front of you. Anyone who got... Equal and equal lefts, my friend. Anyone who got over 12. Um, Excellent. Anyone who got over 12. Um, Hugo, I'll say while you're... while you're Because obviously you're in the cart because your ability to travel distance with everyone else is a bit harder. So you stay in the cart. And you find in the meantime, it's like you're just distracted. Traveling... I'm on this on the side. horse braiding his mane, putting you flowers in You are not braiding my fucking <laughs> Hey, man, the horse is loving You're it. In the cart. <laughs> but I'm doing I that, and Dario just picks me up. And yeah, no touch, <laughs> only look. <laughs> no take, only throw. <laughs> yeah. I find for, for Hugo, it's it's just the fact, it's just, it's so much. Like, you're seeing so much of the landscape now going down the opposing side of the landmass. It's just cool. And, like, you're with so many, like, new faces and you just, you're trying to observe people and take everything in and learn. You're just not quite there. But for everyone else who rolled so like, over 12. sort of drawing his maps as well. So he's looking around a little bit. Yeah, like, mapping mapping your route out for sure. You'll find um, while you guys are, oh, <laughs> the tower went down. While you're moving through, everyone else who got over 12, um, there's a an audible fluttering and when you kind of like try to figure out where it comes from you see like off kilter maybe like just a little left it's a really sleek shiny black raven ah lunch no. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I just mine oh no Oh, I thought you hit that twenty. I was gonna be like, "Yo!" Oh, that's all right. With it, that's it's plus eight to hit anyway, so it's a dirty Ooh. twenty. He just blows a giant hole in this. Yeah, dude. Yo, tell me, tell me about it. Um, let me. Do I notice this? You do now. <laughs> what the fuck? It's too late to react. But... Uh, that's it's a bir- it's a bird sky. <laughs> I wanted to roll anyway. <laughs> 
You, you're basically got the, the high fantasy equivalent of a 357 Magnum and you've just <laughs> blocked. There's no bird left. <laughs> Hugo jumps out of the car, runs over to the bird, <laughs> and drops down like... Looking quite pissed off. Uh, Zero's gunning it because she thinks that Hugo's about to eat her fucking lunch first. And she's going to do like a dry lunch and like on your left, scoops up the fucking bird. The gunshot rings out and instantly... It's a raven, right? It was a raven. And instantly it becomes... It's silence. Silence. Other birds fly away. It critters like any critters that were in the immediate like two hundred foot range gone. Go. Only thing you can hear is the wind and the sympathetic sound of everything else outside of that circle. But Hugo, you jet from the car (laughs) and you see this raven with a gnarly pole through its chest region. There would be nothing left of that bird. Like a bird out of fucking shred. Hugo would pretty much drop to his knees and grab the small bird necklace around his neck and start saying a prayer. While he's saying the prayer, Zero kind of like comes up behind him, scratches the head, looks a bit confused, and reaches down and just picks it up by a foot. You have no respect for the queen. It's a raven. Do you know nothing of the gods? There are no gods. The gods are dead. Whoa. Where do you think my power comes from? His hand glows and flames. I thought it just came from a mythical garden somewhere. You have much to learn. Just walks away like sulking. She's gonna start fucking it as she walks. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> oh. You're an absolute savage. Make a religion or a can't check for me. Eight plus religion. Uh, eleven. Following defilement of sacred omens and, you know, like animals and all that sort of stuff is a big deal to a lot of people that have faith, even in, you know, reflective of our real life, it's a big deal. Hold on. When you, coming from what just happened to when you're walking and, like, just trying to calm yourself down and think, there's this weird, a weird sensation flows over you, but weird in the sense that you weren't expecting it, but you felt this sensation before. And it levels you out a little bit. And for lack of not being a wordsmith and not being able to communicate as well as others, this, the feeling you get from this is, it's okay, she couldn't help it. And then that feeling goes away and you're you're hit by the light wind and the the slowly incoming sound of returning wildlife to the area probably about 10 15 minutes in where they've realized that it's leveled out and sulky attitude dissipates a little bit as he jumps back in the car oh, i'm so cheap she didn't fuck me she's, <laughs> she's just genuinely ignorant about this stuff i just want to break this with her i'm so sorry I, i'm ignorant about other things <laughs> it's character i and what was your trailer thought, Liam? Before we continue on Did moving. Hang up. Yeah, I was getting the religion thing as well because I don't think this is fun. Roll it and roll and see what happens because for you it would be a different. I don't even know what I want to do, so it's okay. I'm just gonna look at it with disgust and judgment. Make a religion check for me anyway, okay. because I want to see how this level. Goes. Uh, that is a seventeen. 
As a, as a, even with, no, but it's only in the sense of religion, right? With a paladin, you get the divine sense. I fucked up. No, what was it? With a paladin, it's divine sense, and you can sense, like, fey, fiend, evil, undead, celestials, I think it is. Like, there's a, a list of things. Can you read that out for me? Uh, divine sense, I know there's a list of things, but I just want to make as sure. As an action, you can detect with an evil, uh, yeah. Anything affected by the hello spell or know the location of any celestial fiend undead within 60 feet that is not behind. Okay. You find, like, and this this is this is battle sense, right? Like, this is like, oh, shit, something's popped off. This is what I was trained for. Like, I'm a soldier. When you're kind of, like, got your head on a swivel and just watching between the two parties involved, you feel that weird cold sensation flow over. But when it washes over you, you can feel where there's a bit of an odd barrier and your warmer light kind of gives you like a weird little hollow feeling and you automatically get the ping. It's like, what is that's it? his divination. That's his divinity. Oh, is something here. like trying to charm or like... No, it's not. It's... Like yeah, you get the feeling. It's like, this I'm is some... You. This is some sort of um, religious intervention kind there's of thing. A, where it's there's like, some connection between... Oh, like yeah. you understand he, why he got so upset over it, uh, and then you also kind of understand I why Sarah did what she did. Yeah. yeah. I also asked, being a paladin, do you have any distinctive religious marks on um, armor or anything like that? I have a cross around my neck, and on my shield, I do believe I have a cross as well. I you have no on the shield. It's the um, it's the diamond jewel, which right. is like your family's. Where's my boy? At? I've got them here. I keep them behind the thing, but um. The the yeah because your your one's like a it was like a circle with like a like a, a cross X kind of thing in it and it's got the symbol of I don't have your character sheet up let me look I think did we I, I don't think, know if we put it in there can you double check um what your your god for your alignment is otherwise if you'd like I can give it to you now so you can pop it in would I recognize that we're gonna find out <laughs> because I need to pull it up. Yeah, no, we never put it in there. No, that's okay. Let me... Because I don't keep them all in the same document. Because I'm a dickhead. It was a goddess, wasn't it? Um, I believe it was the... I think it was the Silver King. That's what I was talking about. The, uh, the one I picked it up. Your deity, yeah. I think it was the Silver King. Which is a... So his symbol is a circle with like an a plus sign. But it's got like flamboyant points where it's meant to be like shiny. And then in the center is a... Uh, chrome like silver dragon's head and I'm not even going to make him roll to see it because it's always out because it's like kind of a thing for paladins yeah. it's like I need my shit on display for everybody I use my um, cross to cast spells as well like, it's like your spell casting yeah, focus it, kind it, of thing yeah my, it's my spell focus yeah. it's basically it becomes like part of your armor every day you have to wear it so you can do your shit <laughs> yeah. but if you would like to make a history check to try and see if you know anything about other deities you're more than welcome to do so uh, natural one. No. <laughs> Shit, I love you. <laughs> no, um, from your memory, you only learn about the Queen of Corvus and the Matron of the Wilds because of where you grew up. Yeah. Everything else, it's a bit like, oh, I've kind of got to learn it. It's like, okay. But we are still moving in this instance. Anyone else have anything they want to do? Let's just keep going. Oh. While <laughs> everyone's kind of like arguing over the bird having a bit of a bicker having a bit of a moment voyager's just gonna progressively hang a little bit further back and every time zero drops a feather voyager will pick it up stuff it in his bag and then the next one 
until eventually the bird's been plucked clean. He'll have all the feathers in his back. And that's all she wrote? That's it. Yeah. You're like, yeah, it is. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. (laughs) (laughs) You know nothing, John Snow. (laughs) Okay. And you guys continue on. Uh, Let me just make sure I haven't lost myself here. So, you guys guys push on? I'd say that seeing as there was a raven there, Hugo has a specifically, like, stands up on the back of the cart and has a look around the area, see if there's anything. You can make a reception check. 11. (laughs) 11? Can't immediately catch it. You hear the like the fluttering of winged creatures, like kind of out of distance, but on the main <coughs> path, not so much. Please die and make a perception check if you'd like. He's got keen senses, so he's yeah. all over. If, if anyone wants to, as you're progressing down the path, feel free. Oh, gosh. Nah, I rolled my nat 20 for perception oh, yeah. already. Mm-hmm. That's nothing. <laughs> Too busy picking up feathers. Dirty uh, 20. 12. 23. Holy fuck, what are you guys rolling? Cocaine. Cheating <laughs> <laughs> like, like, birds. It spreads everywhere. I'm doing cocaine. Zero and Zeph, as you're kind of trotting along, in the first millisecond of hearing it, it almost sounds like, and we're like, this is like continue on. It's been a quiet walk. You're probably going into like, before dusk right like 5 p.m as like the sun begins to set and at the first millisecond you'd almost not believe that you heard it and there's it's like a faint whistling on the air and normally you chalk it up to like oh that's just you know that's just nature it's what happens you know wind passes through things except for the fact that for a split second on it, you swear. Stop. Zero's gonna halt where she is and then look over her shoulder, see if anybody else heard that. Zeph's gonna look directly at you because if you stopped, they're gonna think that you heard it too. <laughs> oh, sorry, Zero. <laughs> 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 Eyes forward, lest you walk into another bear trap. Sorry. Uh, hold, hold the horse. Oh, yeah. Squirrel. He rolls out the back. <laughs> Did anybody else hear that? You heard that. You what? <laughs> something on the wind. Something like stop. Something Another like one. <gasps> Ooh, even Daya like heard that one. I like them to hear it. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, Daya did not hear it. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Uh, m- magic people. Do you have magic where you can detect things? You've been standing too close to those bangs. Your ears are going crazy on you. Uh, then how do you explain 
Mine. You hear it too? Yes. It comes a little bit more aware. The whistling again. What, what do you hear? It's almost like Dari. a whisper, a whisper, a whisper. What did you say? What did you say? I'm fine, you win. It's just sort of like a low ball of bullshit. What did you roll? What did you do? I didn't roll anything. Yeah. Um, I wanted to know if Dog hears it. You can roll for Dog. And Dari. Maybe not. So little. How do you even read? That's 16. Oh, 16? Whoa. That's impressive. <laughs> Dogs are uncomfortable. Something's ball. something's triggering like that animalistic sense, but like he doesn't even know what it is. Cool. But he's looking a bit, you know, like dogs get a bit wigged out. Like he's like that. Yeah. Dari's going to cast Divine Sense and see if he can feel anything in the 60 foot radius around him. Sure, go for it. I cast Divine Sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why there's no roll for it. <laughs> 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 I, mean, <laughs> I forget I forget Sorry. there's no roles for it. Right I can't remember everyone's character sheet. It's fine. <laughs> Sorry. Immediately in 60 feet. Yeah. Not immediately around you. You get uneasy. It feels a bit uneasy, but not immediately around you, no. I know the type of anything that's like whatever it is too. Yeah, uh, but not so in 60 feet. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. We're good. Mm. I don't sense anything. There's no evil. I sense a fucking weirdo. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> He's still struggling with the loss of his best friend, okay? And too emotionally stunted to talk about it. He just wants to get fucking wasted. We can get to go to the pub. Zephyr Zero, whistle on the wind again. <laughs> Bloody distraction. Which direction did it, did it kind of sound like the noise was going in? Right hand side. You don't have a right hand side. Shit, the fuck, I hate the oogie boogies. Uh, the, uh, the, the wind, the phantom, is telling us to go right. Well, it says come, but it went off to the right. I don't know if we should be following something that uh, takes no corporeal form. We, 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 you can't even identify what it is. You said you sense nothing. Are we getting around us? We're not getting, we're not at the, we're not at the intersection of some riffing, are we? Can I gesture for dog to go right? Is there paths? There's a, there's a little bit, yeah, it's, uh, I say path in the sense of it's like, you can walk there. Maybe like an animal track sort of thing. Not even animal track. There's like it's like when you you're like you're like hiking and you can see where it's like I could go down there if I wanted to. Which if um dog's going, Zeph is gonna sneak, um like kind of with dog. I uh, just want to yeah. see if dog is inclined to head in the direction that's been referred to by these guys. If you tell dog to go, he will go. That's he's it's just in his nature. So Zeph stealthing behind dog depends on if you wish to send him or not. I would like to give, just for the sake of not sounding too metagaming, it's probably the smartest thing you can do because dog just comes back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
how far are we from the when we did the water crossing? Like, was that a couple of hours ago? Or a couple of hours. Yeah. Okay. Well, out of range. <clears throat> More so. Yes, granted, he'd go if I commanded him. Mm-hmm. Does he look happy about it? No, but Is also he as fuck? Is he doesn't he looks uneasy, but he does he he doesn't look happy, but he also doesn't look he goes, Well GG, okay. <laughs> like <laughs> Alright, then Zephyr all stuff. I was coughed. So good. <laughs> don't this need it women's rights and women's rights. that's 18 my guy yeah. <laughs> you're pretty confident that dog doesn't know. notice and you can sneak through yeah. I have to get the board out shit oh, oh Doug it's my boy Doug goes down about there Doug Doug for the sake of Zeph you are there. You're just not there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm there, but I'm not there. Try and find me. Where's Wally? So this is out here. <laughs> Got him. Because Zeph is able to see it. Yeah. Right? Dog moves into the center here. Is that the whopping willow? It's just a tree. <laughs> and there's a moment where he looks just as confused as anyone would going into an open space you know that dog's gone in there with a sense of like okay i need to find something i need to tell dad that i found something and zeph you're watching and you're picking it up it's like oh this this little dude's confused right and then it starts at first you look up because you think it's a change in the clouds and the weather but then you realize it's not a change in the weather Something's happening here in this isolated incident. Those whispers and that whistling you hear start coalescing thicker and you know that it's getting louder because dog begins to react to it. And they all start coalescing and you watch as there's seeping from beneath the soil. And at first you think it's like water, like, you know, the geysers, all that sort of stuff of the like, but it's not, it's black ica. And then it's smoke. It comes out solid and then it fades. And from the black, it becomes like a fog. And then there's orange burning within it. But it's then instantly diluted as this thing wraps around it. And it takes a humanoid shape. Like it is a built to look like a human being like or a, a humanoid angled face. What seems to be long flowing hair, some sort of ruffled out dress silhouette cloak of some sort and then from the fact where the face would be there's and it's two burning bright orange eyes and dog does that thing where it's like and like spreads his spreads his arms out he's like no fuck you g i'm not moving this is what's up and there's a solid 10 seconds where like nothing happens can you make a perception check for me please or investigation, whatever's going to work. I'll give you either of those. How far is dog? Not far that you got, too far that you guys can see. Okay. You guys probably can't even hear what's going on right now. Okay. So that's 14 for either. 14 for either. What you're getting is the coalescing and the whispering still happen, but it's like when you walk into a, it's like when you walk into a busy street back home and people are trying to have a conversation, but they're trying to keep it personal. And it's like little whispers. One hand comes up, this 
saddened expression on the creature's face. Head peels back further than any humanoid head can peel as the mouth gapes open and burning orange. <laughs> Screaks at dog. Everyone immediately hears it. And that's where we're going to go to break. We're going to take a break. That's what the ABG was in me. I won't lie. Excellent. I enjoyed that. Welcome back. I don't know if that one's recording, but welcome back. Welcome back. We are back from break. Uh, Falling off the tail end of this spectre-like creature shrieking at our scaly boy dog and the sound so audibly piercing the air that the rest of our party are alerted. Uh, We're going to give the opportunity over to Zeph at the moment because Zeph is right there. What would you wish to do? You've watched this wraith-like spectral being with a hand pointed out orange eyes and you can see where it's flowing where it looks like a cloak you can see like the burning orange within it and then it gets coalesced by the smoke but it's still mouth agape backwards arm pointing as it's like just screeching consistently like there's no break in the sound whatsoever what do you want to do um is there a way <laughs> Look, right now, dog probably does too. <laughs> anyway, what do you want to do? Um, Zeph's just gone directly into fight or flight mode, mm-hmm. and they're gonna instantly pick flight. And um, did you say fight? Flight. Oh, and they're gonna dash um, towards dog and kind of basically turn him around to get him to go in the opposite direction. So we're going to pop Zeph down so everyone knows where we are going for movement. So Zeph comes sprinting out of like, like you found yourself uh, wedged in between like on the flat of a tree and like watching, like peeking around. And you find because you are able to like change your face, you're able to make your complexion that much darker and camouflage and come second age to you now. But instantly you're like, Gotta get my boy out of there. You sprint out, and when you come face to face with this thing, um, not that I think it'll show it well on camera, but that is what we're looking at. This black spectral creature. Bro, my old eyes cannot make out any detail on that thing. Whoa, look at it. Even with my glasses, I don't know. I just just see black. Well, I will pull it up to the camera before we um, wrap up into the next bit so we can see. But it is this black flowing spectral creature just pointing back. Still screeching, and you run up and you want to grab dog and get out. Just basically make dog do a 180 and then just kind of nudge him along to be like, let's fucking go. I'm going to say, in this instance, because dog has the weird standoffish nature that he gets from Voyage, because Voyage also will leap headfirst onto the breach, make a strength check for me. Uh, can you please roll one contested for dog? Because as you're like, as you like, it's like this awesome like sprint slide in. As you slide, your face warps and your skin goes back to being that gray color. It's like like a pan of a camera, and you grab it, and it's just like and like the that acidic bile coming out of his mouth. Roll your checkpoint for our boy. That's a four. That's a ten. 
it's a bit of an effort. You almost slip up yourself, but you are able to grab him and sprint out. As you begin to pull and move, if you are going to move, because you basically have got a surprise round on this creature. Um, I believe with surprise rounds, even if you surprise a creature that's not aware of that, I don't think they can take a reaction on you in a surprise round. Am I correct in that? Be your call, but I don't think I'm going to so, say, I'm going to say that's the, I'm going to say that's the case because you were so effective in being able to tail a dog and this creature was looking at him, not at you. You're basically going to get out for free. Yeah. So you're able to move your, I would say coming from your hiding spot, which is about here, I'm going to say that's probably, what? Let me, let me measuring stick. Measuring stick. <laughs> <coughs> Pardon me. That is that was your thirty feet. Yeah. Um, movement. So you take it. If I would say grabbing dog, I'll say grabbing dog is no. I'll say because you grabbed him to basically avert him to say, "Hey, let's go." Yeah. So I'll, I'll say dog's not that dumb. Contrary to popular belief, <laughs> he's gonna follow you. So if you want to make a dash action, he's basically gonna act on that run for you. Yeah, we'll do that because you basically got a surprise and you've stunned this like creature into stupefaction. And so you'll take your dash and and get on out of there. But now that's your surprise round. We'll roll initiative, and it'll just be Zeph, dog, and this specter or whatever this thing is. Uh, we all heard the scream, right? You did all hear the scream, but this is all ha- this is yeah. resolving an instantaneous effect from that thing happening. Okay. So we'll go. Oh my god! Oh my god! Sixteen. Yep. Yeah, that boy again. It's so little. Like him, <laughs> he'll give me the dice as he gets them. I like that. Oh, it's a nine at the moment, but I'm just making sure I've got a really gorgeous round. I got a little dice for dog. Yeah, <laughs> he's got his own little dice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dice for doge. That's the joke in my cat. Yeah, you're like, I don't know. <laughs> Again, maybe so, just stop recording. I've got sections of the video just mm-hmm. uh, due to the nature of how dog would normally function, technically he wouldn't be able to function without voyage there. So his action, I assume by default, would fall onto the space in which <coughs> um Zeph's uh bonus action would occur. So it, yeah. his initiative is kind of void. Basically the way the way um the way Drake's work is unless issued an order, they just take the dodge action. Mm-hmm. Which e which invokes um disadvantage on attack rolls made against that creature. So basically what's happening what's happening here is we're got we're seeing if dog is gonna have good enough battle sense to work before, after Zeph, or is he gonna fall behind and this thing gets to pop off before he gets a chance to move. He rolled on nine. Okay, so we're going to say he goes last because you're right. Technically, he goes on yours, not on Zeph. So we're going to treat him as his own individual in this combat because you sent him off, unfortunately. Yep. So, Zeph, that is you. Your turn is first. Right. What did you roll? Sorry, it was... Uh, 16. 16, right. Yep, cool. So you are first. So, 
One day I'll get better weapons. <laughs> you can just keep fleeing. Yeah, that's true too. My best weapon is running. The encounter, we just run away from it. I probably would run back to the party just so we're at least together. Rendezvous with the group? Yeah. You power. You just sprint. Everything in your body says, fuck this, let's go. And you gap it a lot faster than Dog could keep up with you. But unless you have anything else to do, that is your turn. Yeah. Next is going to be this Spectre creature. What? As you look back, as you still... When you grab Dog and <laughs> readjust his trajectory and he begins to move, there is a moment where eventually the scream finally stops and it goes back in, but you hear on, like, the tail end of the shriek, it's coalescing voices. <laughs> and it just goes... And there's, like, a shriek, and you hear this... As this thing... Like, you hear it pop up. Damn it. <laughs> 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 I did so well. Pop off queen. Uh, <laughs> sounds terrifying. every day. Yeah, we did. This spectre's got emphysema. <laughs> dead already. <laughs> this spectre's got emphysema. <laughs> so if you were gonna, if you were maybe gonna run again, that would put you. Oh, let's go. Let's see. So you're sixty. You're thirty feet away already. Moving again. You got thirty, right? Yep. So that puts you at sixty. <clears throat> Still within eyesight. You're within eyesight, yeah, definitely. Because you've got that thing where it's like you're running, but you're looking back to try and gauge where you're at. She's using a, or they're using their whole thing and be 60 because dash as well. That was the surprise round. This is the original issue. Oh, so did you move and dash as part of your whole turn? I'd probably just say move to 30 feet because I don't want to be too far away from dog just yet, just in case dog doesn't get the hint to, hey, yes, okay, fucking let's go. (laughs) Don't abandon So. Still within range to grab him again if necessary. <laughs> because you sprinted, this creature is going to just go for what is immediately there and it's going to be dog. I think. Because no one's attacked, but he's the closest. Yep. I'm going to go with that. Um, I'm assuming a 10's not going to hit for dog. I don't have his stuff. Don't. No, that's okay. I just have the thing here that says you can do occasionally. If you, if you click on on D Beyond, I believe if you click on Drake Companion, it'll pull up the little block for you. Beautiful, thank you. Did it work? Yep. Hell yeah, I'm baby. Stupid. No, you're not. You're learning. It's okay. So, what was the thing? First one was ten. That's unlucky because the second one was a seventeen plus five. I can't help it. I'm an asshole. <laughs> My boy. Father help. <laughs> 17 points of damage as this black smoking. Oh, it's it's magic. And when it passes through, you watch tales of it dissipate off into nothingness. But when it hits dog, you hear that. And like the whelp and the and the thumping as it hits him. What's that put him at? What did I just say? 
17. Hang on. 17 just to hit. Bring me that thing. No, sorry. 17 points of damage. It's the most fucking over. Yeah, no. He's. It's. He's ouching. He's ouching. He can't do. He can't take another one of them. So it's it's one of those things where it's like, dog hits the deck, and it's heavy. But what you hear is, and you see, it's more so reactionary out of fear. As you watch, it's like that thing where dogs have something like in their ear, or they're like something's confusing them, and they're like shaking their head rapidly. And he's wigging out, and you find he's very disoriented. And he gets up, looks to you looks back at the thing and you watch also almost like a Scooby-Doo character skids on the spot and dog wants out. Bringing that onto his turn, he is going to, hang on. I just remembered something. Dog, unless order takes a dodge action. So I'm going to re-roll that last one just to make sure. He doesn't get hit. You're very lucky. Very lucky. I'm catching myself up. I'm using all the rules. As Brennan Lee Mulligan would say. Um, so it throws this black trail thing and it just falls short trying to hit such a small creature. And you find he is not frightened in the sense of like where it's mechanically frightened, but he's wigging out. It's like, oh, this shrieking thing can throw things. This sucks going to the bottom of the initial list is going to be dog and he'd only use his entire action to, well, he'd use his action to move because he technically uses it to dodge, but we'll go like, we'll go with that. So at that point from where you guys are, because you picked him up the first time, he's going to follow out. So you immediately leave the clearing. We'll come out of initiative, but this thing is now battle sense ready. So that let that come into play. But where you guys, you hear the shriek, you hear some noises, and you hear some whelping, and then you watch as Zeph, and then not long after, Dog on his four stubby little legs follows out behind as you breach into the clear and you see your party. The fuck was that? Uh, humanoid type smoky thing with uh, glowing eyes basically uh best way i can describe it is a shadow that whispers yeah not good that sounds terrifying are we killing it what well i don't know how uh since it does have a humanoid figure but it doesn't seem to have flesh eyes of the grave so any undead within 60 feet will ping for me for the next six seconds. Nothing. Not even within 60 feet. Well, I don't know if it's chasing, but... It's nothing. Intently. <laughs> Wouldn't we hear it screeching still? Well, yeah, no, you heard the first not screech. Undead, I don't know anyway, but it sounds like a spirit or something, so... We wouldn't even hear it coming. Yeah. Well, it's not within sixty feet right now. So Basically, gotta... you heard you heard the first screech. You heard the shuffling of Zeph and Dog booking it out, and then once Zeph hit the clearing, it's just silent. There's absolutely no reason for us to fight this, right? Like, there's nothing to get. We could literally just walk away right now. There's no one in danger, right? We got everyone out, like, right? How far off the road was it? Right? Uh, 
Full, I'd say, I say full run is about Put your 80 feet. Guns away, girl. Yeah. Eager for a fight. Zero. It's got some cake delivery. No, Cody. This guy's looking at Cody like, all right, Cody, I will play this for you. No, you, you got a book? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh my God. You guys are growing. Isn't that cool? Um, oh, wait. We just walked Zero's. Out. Zero's going to go back in the Zephyr cave then. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, oh you, you want to. Yeah, that's what I was going to book it out. Get yeah. out of here. And her thought process is that whatever it is, she doesn't want it following us. If it is going we to. We deal with that after. Okay. Don't Make a perception check. Um, I can do. That is 18. Well, I can tell you. When you cut the clay. So, for the sake of this, you're basically on the square outside of the map, basically, as you're like trying to peek in. Don't see anything. Can I, because both Dog and I speak Draconic, can mm-hmm. I just ask Dog what the fuck happened? What was it? You gonna make you gonna make me do the dog? You yeah. Make me do, you do his voice? Yeah. <sighs> fuck. Make a Scooby Doo. Make a Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I really imagine a very aristocratic. <laughs> Where are my aristocrats? <laughs> um, Voyage he looks up basically from what you communicated through. It was like, Scary, Screamy Lady, Man. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Don't put me back in there, Dad. <laughs> I'm sorry, up. son. You Off we go. Right, yeah. oh, shit, I'm following her. Yeah. <sighs> Jumps off the cart and stuff to follow. You probably Zero. like a meter, like halfway back. It's just kind of like walking back, disappointed. There's nothing. It's gone. So everyone just doesn't see it anymore. You can make another peek yourself if you want to look for sure. Do we all follow her? You as as you're walking in to have a look, Zero meets you guys on the way back. So you're currently all just standing in the middle, of like a little bit of like tree and shrubbery. Yeah, that was Can't see anything. To where it was. And then he's going to do something. You're able to, it's the same thing. You're basically looking on the precipice, but you yeah. can roll for it if you want to have a look. But if I cast Divine Sense, I can literally feel it where it is. Exactly where it is. Up to 60 feet. Up where it was. Like, I mean, if it's not there, it's not fucking there. But Where you are, so I one like being... Walk, I walk back into that. You want to go into the center. I mean, if I'm there... I I have to I have to ask because you got to be very specific. Do you want to be on the precipice of the clearing, or do you want to be in the middle where Zeph said they saw this, this creature? This is your fault. I'm going straight in there. So it's like, all right, fine. I'm here. Fuck it. Let's find out what the big deal is. <laughs> you just there's nothing here. What are you there's talking nothing. about? Head comes off. <laughs> what? Why are um, you so scared? Dad? So sixty feet. That's that's five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. 35, 40, 45, 50, 50, 50. Yeah, 60. So, so you can do the clearing. <laughs> Divine sense. Within 30 feet. Mm-hmm. You would stay within 30 feet. Oh, oh Jari. Jari, Jari, Jari I'm going to help head. you, but at the same time. Stay back, but yeah. I want to be Ooh. able to get the fuck out of here. Okay, hang. Sorry, Respect the magnet. And get some miniatures. So we'll say within 30, you're about there. Um. Read me Divine Sense again because Paladin's waking me up. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's pull it up. 
I play a bard. <laughs> oh no. I got told tonight I should play a bard um, barian. <laughs> I so wanted to, bro. I was like, that's fucking genius. Bill with a lute would be fucking incredible. Divine sense, Liam. Sorry, <laughs> I'm trying to keep the conversation going. I'm not going to think they're a bard, though, so I have no skills. Um, I need to know what. Um, you can detect good and evil yeah, creatures. until the end of your. Uh, are we doing it by turn? I guess so. Yeah, until your next yeah. turn, you can sense anything affected by that hallowed spell, hallow spell, or know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within sixty feet that is not behind total cover, and that is it. I think nothing, no pings, nothing. Do you know the type of the celestial fiend? Yeah, any being But with that, you get the sense that whatever you believe Zeph saw. I can not any of those creatures. Any place or object that has been consecrated or desecrated by it. So if it's touched anything or like is inside anything, I, from what I understand, I can tell where it is. I would say the, the concept of desecration is an area that's been tainted by foul magics or something of evil. Yeah. The area itself feels desecrated, but you get no sense of a creature. So the whole fucking area. The whole area just feels, hey, this is too, like, too bad. Oh my god, I made a mistake. You feel, yeah, you feel dirty. You're like, yeah. I feel fucking violent. <laughs> like touching wet food in the sink. What did you do to me? Touching wet food in the sink. Yeah. yeah. And you go, what was the thing that you did? Wet uh, It was done by now. It only lasted ten minutes. And what? No, what was it again? Sorry. Um. Eyes of the grave. That's right, eye of the grave. Yeah, no, yeah, eye of the grave. Undead. So no, covered by. didn't work. Yep. What if so? What about you guys on the outside of this ring? Basically, this clearing. Well, nothing. Just jumped out and uh, tried to shoot him. So, are you sure of what you saw? All I can say is I don't know what it was, what sort of magic it came from, but if it's not here now, we shouldn't be looking for it. Does Daria look uncomfortable? Do I feel uncomfortable? I use Thalmaturgy <laughs> to make you hear whispers. like... <laughs> 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 you hear you hear ominous whispers. Yeah, do I hear it? No, oh, I just used that one to make oh, you hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, often <laughs> slightly around you, you're like, oh, oh, stupid. Friends! <laughs> Turn around and I'm just giggling. From zero, yeah, you're like, <laughs> all I see is you go, like, you mother. You, you start hearing ominous whispers around you. The flowers look stupid. Second flames. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck you said? <laughs> I don't have a gun, but I have fire. <laughs> so, what's what everyone doing? What's everyone doing? I'm calling out for people to come help. Like, I did, oh wait, no one else knows that I'm hearing shit. Hey, I'm just like I'm hearing noises. Well, I do. You know. <laughs> but now oh, I'm, I'm hearing whispers, so yeah. I'm also like, "Is this weird chain of whispers?" <laughs> you started to me, and then this Chinese whispers, you. if you will. <laughs> You've got that look on your face, and I'm, I'm frightened. Just to double check everything, Zero pulls out the White Widow, mm-hmm. lines it up, 
and she's going to shoot that tree in the very same hole. Bang an attack roll. Why the tree? It's That's a 24 to hit. Yeah, it's going to hit. Um, roll your damage. We'll see what happens. Oh, he really strikes back. <laughs> he just comes down, branches. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking car. That's <laughs> nine. No, actually, I apologize. Sorry. Like a more than that. I think what would I should be 2d10? I apologize. I've rolled the wrong die. It was 2d12. Oh, 2d12. Jesus. Um, that's 12 damage. Cannon crack rings through the egg. And the, the tree directly in front of Daria explodes, and there's just a huge smoldering hole. And you hear the like birds freak out and bail out. Nothing. Well, I'm satisfied. She's gonna spit on the heel. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> First the voices, now this. It probably would have just like past you as it flew by. Yeah, felt the wind and then the bang. Um. Zero is personally satisfied with that, so she's going to turn on the heel and start making her way back to the car. Just before leaving, I'm just going to test one last theory. Okay. Um, Stop with these theories. Then <laughs> fuck off then. I'm trying. Bye. <laughs> I just want to bring Dog back to the roughly the same spot he said he was, just in case. Cool. Um, so by this point, it's about... Uh, so you want to bring him out to the spot so you're if he, with him. If he'll go. He'll go if you ask him to go. Cool. Okay, so we'll bring our colourful comrades here. So, blip, and about blip. Yeah. So you guys are in the clearing now. You can see uh, smoking tree with hole. Uh, Daria, Hugel there. You've actually pulled up right next to Hugel and dogs with you, kind of looking into the, the void and then looking at you, looking at Hugo, looking at Daria, like he's unsure as to what you're trying to glean from this moment. Just making sure it's not going to be triggered by him again. <laughs> um, let's go. Is there anywhere obvious when it hit the strike that went for dogs? Like, is there a big black mark on the ground or anything? No, no sign of anything. Nope. Told you it was smoke. You just sort of I think you're losing your mind. Dog saw it too. It's a dog. Well, I trust dog. And <laughs> <laughs> so that's just like, okay. Because you guys are in battle sense, because you're basically aware of something, can I get you all to roll? Anyone who's, oh, sorry, uh, Voyage, you got in Dardia because you're in the clearing still, mm-hmm. roll um, perception checks, please. 21. Voyager's too busy being a smart-ass, but Dog is also <laughs> present. Dog got a 16, which is... Good boy! Oh, he's a good boy. Good um, boy! <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, that one was. Um, All good. Give me two seconds while I do things. What'd you roll on the dice? 16, so it'd be a 21. Like the things I'm supposed to be taking into account. So yeah, dice was what you want. Numbers! Damn. Okay. It's basically the point where everyone's kind of in universal agreement. So it's like, we probably can just go and get out of here. And it's just that thing. It's just that thing you hear 
your dad's voice in the back. It's like, now son, just be wary. Things will be sneaky. And you just hear so faintly, sizzling. As you turn and coming from this direction, you start seeing black smoke. And the black shadowy humanoid figure rises again from this side and you see what uh, Zephyrus meant where it's like this coalescing figure where it looks like it has a form but it's it's constantly moving you know what I mean it's like a, it's like when you, you know when you put like this like hand sanitizer and like water in like that bottle thing liquid and it consistently moves it never comes to rest lovely. it's like that and same thing burning orange in the center <laughs> and like swirling eyes open jaw unhinges insanely loud and that same ear piercing like almost if you were up point blank probably burst capillaries in your ears as it points and starts shrinking but at all of you this time because now it's aware that you're there and it's physical and it's shrinking and it's just pointing guiding balls <laughs> really yeah fuck okay does roll initiative does the shriek have any effect on us at all like no, that's just, it's, okay. fuck you. That's how it says hello. <laughs> Hi. Hey, good morning, evil. Do the shrieking thing says hello. Do bolt off first, or is it? Yes. Shoot your guiding bolt off, and then tell me your initiatives. 13 plus 6 to hit. 19 to hit. Uh, yes, that hits. Roll your damage. 36. 4, 8. 12. Yep. And the next attack is get made against it has advantage. Oh, that's right. So, so just so the immediate follow-up. It has, yeah, whoever attacks it next has advantage. And Guiding Bolt's good too because if they attempt to hide, they stay lit for the next turn. So that's, that's pretty handy. So you watch as um, this like purple energy Guiding Bolt flows through and it hits and like there's a there's a thump and there's a magical effect that takes place but also a bit of it kind of like just bleeds away so like you're hitting the mass and it's doing something but immediately just goes and falls back together and there's there's silence because it's like it's like when someone pulls the power on a speaker unit and instantly the music just stops and it goes silent again for a second it's head the entire body remains still and the head floats seamlessly you know how like when a human turns their head and it follows the joint of the neck this doesn't do that the head flows completely independently of where a spine would be locks eyes with hugo and just goes and shrieks towards you and now it's it's mad <laughs> it's mad but let's uh get those initiative rolls please guys um so let's ooh, quickly sorry all righty uh 25 to 20. Jesus. 21. 22. Yeah. What's up with that shit? We're uh, ready. Everyone's like, <laughs> no So, 22, 21, 20. Jesus Christ. It's just those three just gutter stopping this thing <laughs> in the bush. fucking joke again. Yeah. <laughs> throws back the team, just joins in, kicking this yeah. thing in the head. Uh, 22. 2120. Oh my god. And it's two Z's, which make it worse. I fucking hate you both. <laughs> um 19 to 15. 15. Oh, well done, guys. 
and obviously Doggy adds uh, goes on Voyage's turn. Cool. Beginning of the round, that's going to be Zeph with zero on deck. I think I am V2. You missed the opportunity. Z1. 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 Right? Oh! Oh, we'll, we'll get it next time. Yeah, we'll no. get it next time. That's fine. Uh, whoever goes first is Z1. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah. Oh. You fucked it. <laughs> Dang it. Um, I'm going to use my bonus action first to hide um, on the tree there at the right and the border. Yeah, so, we, so we're going to pop you guys out. So you're technically outside this yeah. museum, right? And I'm just going so to go to the... You're basically going back to the same tree, I think, or are you going to the one on this side? The one on the right, yeah. My so, right, yeah. your left. We're going to say you sprint. You're here, basically. But yeah. you're, you are hidden. You, that's just for context of where you are. Yeah. So you are... Uh, what would you roll for yourself? Um, stealth. Jesus Christ. That's... A so... That's 21. <laughs> yeah, that'll get the job done. <laughs> Girls are only invisibility function. Um, so... Two footsteps, silence. <laughs> <laughs> For my action. Oh gee, I wonder what it's gonna be. <laughs> I have three options. I'm gonna go with the only one I know, because I can throw it. I would because you know. Um no, I'm gonna throw a dog. No. <laughs> <laughs> By the tail, Mario throwing Bowser. <laughs> um, I'm gonna yeet my dagger. Um, Look, if you teed it up, I'd allow it once. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so roll to hit. Is, uh, 14 to hit. Uh, yes. Yes, okay. So, um, again, refresh my memory because I'm hidden. Sneak attack. Um, and the sneak attack, I roll two. At level five, it should be three d six. It should tell you. I couldn't find where my shit. Um, yes, three d six. I just have to scroll down. God damn! I hate being right, but I don't. Where do you cast? I'm I'm throwing. Throw <laughs> I'm casting <laughs> knife. You're casting. You're casting. Cast knife. Yes. <laughs> I cast a knife, prepare to meet God. <laughs> That's not my joke. I'm sorry, I got it from fucking Mikey from Legends of Evangelist. Okay. That's 12 damage. That's only the 3d6 though. Is that all? You gotta add your d4 for your dagger too. I have my d4. That is correct. Which one's that? Roll that spiky fella. Triangle. That's right. Triangle. Let's do this one. You may. Um, <laughs> Shut up, you don't so have to talk to So that was 12 plus 1, and then it's plus 3, so that is... 17? Yeah. So 17, so take another 5 off that. Yep. Beautiful. So you watch as the knife flies through. You're... <laughs> it sounds silly, but the smartest thing you, you think to do in that immediate moment is like, I'm going to go for the glowing thing. That just makes sense. And you wait for that moment where enough of the viscous cloud is gone in the chest region. And you just go, money shot. And it sails through there. 
and you watch it land and it sticks and this thing shrieks and more of the smoke coalesces over the dagger and it goes into its form but it catches you for a second and same thing but this time it's pointing with both and you watch as its face splits and two faces on the same head one shrieking at hugo one shrieking at zef it's like angry can you flank something like that you technically can't because it can see everywhere you fuck around fine idols anyway or do you think um you gotta flank anything Anything else you want to do before you turn? No, because I believe that was all because I used my bonus action. Yep. Yeah, you did. Um, Zero. God, thank you. Zero with Voyage on deck. (laughs) Sorry to interrupt you for just a moment. But um, because that was a weapon attack, um, Dog gets a reaction, so there is 1d6 additional acid damage on your attack. Oh. Do you want to roll that for Dog? Really? What? Infused strike. When another creature within 30 feet of the drake that it can see hits a weapon attack, the drake can use a reaction to add 1d6 acid damage to the attack's damage. Oh, you know what know it's going to be? You helped him. He gave you a six. <gasps> Doggo! Can you do that to Bulls, <laughs> yeah. Do you want to know what it was? In, in the instantaneous reaction where shit starts popping off, you watch Dog just spag the biggest loogie and hit the dagger on the way. He just goes... <laughs> and it's just... <laughs> just like a hitchhiker. That's actually cool as fuck. <laughs> and you, whole, whole fucking tail wag. Like, he's chugged out. He's like, yeah. Fuck you, G. <laughs> Zeph will give him a little wink like, thanks, man. <laughs> Can't see. Yeah. Just like a wink in the shadow. He knows. Lovely. Uh, Zero, that's you, Voyager on deck. I just dropped it and it fucking landed on natural 20. I'm gonna fucking hit Marcel. Um, seeing how um, Zeph waited for the prime moment to hit the like glowing orange ball, mm-hmm. um, Zero's gonna do the same and time a shot, wait till mm-hmm. the smoke moves, and then shoot for the. It's consistently coalescing and oscillating it's like you basically just time it's like one two easy um that's still does 17 hit yes it does roll your damage please that's 11 piercing damage beautiful and just to confirm Reactions can only be used once. Once per round, yeah. So was that with uh that was with the White Widow, right? Yeah. So again, thunderous crack. Um, so you reload from the last time you use it and pull it up. Thunderous crack rings through the air as this slug flies through. When when the White Widow round hits it, there's a moment it's where something fast passes through smoke and it gets vortexed and pulled in and you watch it lose its shape for a moment, shrieking so <laughs> and it like comes back and immediately you notice it's starting to look diminished. The glow in the chest is fluttering like a light bulb that's about to blow. And you watch, like, there's moments where it's like, it's got its hands up pointing at the people that it immediately wants to target. Then it sees you, it tries to split its face again into a third face, this time one of like a an elven man some of the ears come out but they're all conjoining together you watch as one eye goes in the mouth sails up the face the 
the two eyes are blinking. It's it's basically what you're getting from it immediately is like it's just trying to take forms of maybe something it's seen before or something it it's been around. Who knows? But the problem is every time someone's drawing its attention, it's just coalescing into whatever form it can manifest at that current moment in time. And it's trying to split its battle sense. Roll it inside check for me, actually, really quick. Because you're able to just do a, such a, a good, like, hit. Just concurrently between everyone. Um, inside, did you say? Inside. So I'll roll deception. And the next one's so dirty 20. More than that one. You get the sense, witnessing this thing shifting and struggling to keep form, that it's never had to take on this many people before. And people that can fuck around and or find out. <laughs> uh, seeing that, she'll probably um, yell out, Surround it! Overwhelm it! Lovely. Where is Zero's name? Uh, Zero is... Oh, Zero is technical. You were technical on the outside. I'll put you in there. Lovely. Is that your turn? Yes. You're going to cap off of that. Alrighty, Voyage. That's you with uh, Dario on deck. Right, where is no, that's it's Voyage, oh, then you. Man. Sorry. Sorry. On deck. Pla- yes. Good lad. Welcome to Planet Earth. I'm learning. Hail of Thorns bonus action. Cast it level two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you saw that coming. No well, I don't know what else I, ex- oh. I don't know what else I expected. <laughs> Can you? 17. That'll hit. Yep. That'll get the job done. So. We're looking at one of those, plus one of those. I'm just stealing dogs' numbers for now because they've been doing such a good job. And this is in honor of dog. No one shouts a dog. No one shouts a dog. So. an arrow in the eye, mate. <laughs> I could fuck up like Hitman. <laughs> <laughs> You'd die IRL, mate. <laughs> Let's go. It's also the D6, mm-hmm. which is three damage, is radiant. Okay, just gonna check some stuff. I'm gonna check some stuff. Yeah, do we know what type of creatures you get? No, we don't. Smoke? Um, okay, yep. Dead. So, what's the total damage? 23. 23? Yes. So, as Voyage, you pull the arrow out of the quiver, pull it up, arrow begins to glow yellow. Let us know how you do it. Slay your prey. There's no fucking way. Yeah. No one shouts at my dog. <laughs> Just let it fly? Yep. Glowing arrow. Almost like a bolt of lightning hits the center orange, like the orange glowing bit, and the shriek becomes insurmountably high and then instantaneously fades into the background as the black shadow falls and it starts turning into like goop, like black slime and ica. And let's. You the way. Is it Star Wars music? No, this is just battle music from Pocket Bard. But it falls. Um, I'm gonna allow you. <laughs> I mean, I can. Voyage. I'm gonna allow you because you slayed this beast to make a. Um, 
a wisdom check for me, please. So just d20, add your wisdom. Oh, oh, smooth. Oh. Did I see that right? That's amazing. When the black goo dissipates onto the air, you realize it actually leaves some sort of trail behind and it's kind of viscousy. It's an, it's similar enough, but it's also kind of different. And when you're looking at it, it's kind of like shining and going in and out of corporeal. And this could be something useful. I'll give you that. Um, but next in the initiative, if you have nothing else to do. I technically have another hour. Then what do you want to do? Because it's gone. Shoot whatever's left. <laughs> just shoot whatever's <laughs> left. <the air. laughs> Actually, one more, one more free one, just because of the flow of combat. Give me a perception check, please. With advantage, because you're in battle sense. And you just fucking... Uh, a flying golden arrow, which is too cool. That's a natural 20. Uh, you realize as this thing dissipates that the black smoke that followed... It, that led up to it coming out of the ground is still there. You get the sense that there might be another one. Can I see where? Not like, right is now. It leading into any direction? It's it's definitely on this side of the map, but you can't tell exactly where it's going to come out of the trees. Okay. Um. Can I hold that second attack for when? It... You can hold the attack action. You can't hold the multi attack. Yeah. So you 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 basically have to wait for your next turn. Cool. Fair enough. Can I warn? I'll let you shout it off. Yeah. If you want to quickly let out a quick two word fucking three word I don't know. there's more than one <laughs> and I've got one for you right here <laughs> well I hope there's, there's more than there's more than what <laughs> sorry ear still ringing from the gun ah um that's gonna yeah. be uh Daria with Hugel on deck so is there anything I can target right now other than just a wisp of fucking smoke I'm just gonna cast um Leoman's tiny hut. Lead <laughs> fools! <laughs> I'm out! Not paid enough to deal with fucking dark magic. A half glowing orb just comes up. <laughs> uh, I'm going to uh, I hate that fucking gun. I hate that I gave you that gun, but I don't. You gave me that gun. And what's Sacred Flame do? Uh, it is you just gonna make a DC so you're basically just launching a sacred flame over to that side of the map and just praying into the <laughs> I'm gonna pray to my god <laughs> pray to the silver dragon and like some silver sparks go around this radiant light as you basically hurl this like shiny ball bolt. is I'm it so I'm gonna get you I need you to make a luck check for me roll a d20 and basically and use your spell casting modifier to add on to it uh, which should be charisma yeah <laughs> 16? 15, sorry. 15? Yes. Okay. What was the <laughs> save? What was, no, what was the save? Uh, it's a deck saving throw of 15. It has a 60 foot range and I hit you with 2d8 radiant damage. Oh man, reading snap boxes. That's a fail. Uh, so what does it take? Uh, 2d8 radiant damage. Go for it. Your diamonds. So we would see. You watch as Dario basically cocks this armored bicep back and just hurls this silver flaming ball onto this side of the map, and then it explodes, and then you just hear the 
as something shrieks. You can't immediately see it right now, but the flame is basically going to illuminate it. What was your damage? Five. <laughs> hey, that's okay. Five is still... Uh, is there any subsidiary effect to Sacred Flame? Does it, doesn't it light up or something along those lines? Uh, uh, the target has succeeded on dexterity seven. Throw or take uh, 2d8 for any damage. The target gains no benefit from target cover from the seven throw. There's nothing else there. No, that's okay. Because it's it's radiant damage. So basically, the, the ball of light goes in and you watch as it illuminates and that draws everyone's eyes and you see within the blinding light the blackened silhouette of this thing. And it's like... It's watching when, you know, when fire has little bits of kindling in it and it goes up and it dissipates and becomes nothing, but the fire remains down the bottom. It's like that black bits of ichor and shadow. Faces of orcs, elves, creatures, like even like tabaxi, like just random faces, but all at once and also all separate in just constantly contorting and shifting. But you did land it. My next step is I am going to Astral Step. Yep. So. Like literally right in front of where the fuck that thing was. So I'll put the other one down. It's basically right in there. How far does Sacred Flame go? Uh, 60 feet. Yeah, that, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you forget how fast 60 is until you get it on the map yeah. and you're like, fuck! I should have tripled the size. Oh, it doesn't want to lean on the grass. That's the problem. There we go. And Astral Step is 30 or 60 feet? It's 30. Starlight Step, sorry. And Starlight it's, Step. Yeah, 30 feet. Yep, so, boop, halfway. And then you can, can just, like, walk the rest of the way? And you can use, yeah, you can use your move run. Menacingly so walks towards It watches thing. this big armored elf disappear, appear slightly closer, and come out of the starlight step in a full football sprint. It was sort up, shield out. Bro. And you go to meet it. An astral elf barbarian would be fucking insane. I'm just going to throw that out there. But that's all you can do. Because you use Sacred Flame, bonus action step, and movement. Okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So. And I am turn right in front of the sunlight. Like, pussy. As the, the light ends, it goes to like point up and shriek you, but it's still not begin like beginning to like reconstitute itself, and you're basically up in its business. Uh, Hugo, that's you. Find out. Um, am I within thirty feet of Dorian? I want yeah, to stay man. within 30 feet of him. You are. Um, sweet, then I'll stay where I am, but I'll cast spiritual weapon and throw my spiritual weapon, my spiritual yes. trowel, right, like, on thing. the, basically, like, with um, him to yeah, hit it. Then I'll use the bonus action to yeah, oh, oh. hit with that. So, Go for it. <laughs> spiritual shovel. Uh, 17 to hit. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll get the job done. With nine damage. Oh, okay. Yeah, trowel comes out, and there's like some sort of weird flourish where it's like, and it cuts it clean through the middle. Uh, opens up, orange flame, pulls it back together, reconstitutes itself, and it goes to point and shriek, but nothing happens because it doesn't understand. Like you guys can see, there's this weird animalistic confusion. It's like that's not a a humanoid that's a thing but the thing hurt me but i don't know what thing is do yell at thing or no <laughs> like it's <laughs> there's moments where it's like you guys are like oh it's kind of not clicking to what's happening is there anything else you'd like to do that's all my stuff i mean just well yeah i'm not gonna move that's all my stuff okay everyone's playing to their advantages we like that next is going to be 
the creature. All it can really do is it's gonna go for Dania. Oh, Dania's right there. Let's see what happens. What have we got here? Um, everyone <laughs> except Zeph, I'm gonna need you guys to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Thank the heavens. What are you doing? You'll find out in a minute. Wow. 21. Yep. 21 as well. Nah, I'm not in range. <laughs> oh no, you're not in range. Just moving to You'll find out. What'd you get? Okay, um, it's not a charm, but I need you to roll a say wisdom. Oh, wait, this is this is 28. Uh, I don't have a wisdom on the back, I guess I can check. So, same throws are slightly different, won't you? Eight. Yep. Oh, I got, I never mind. Do you That's want me 15. to do one for dog as well? The wisdom was by head. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'll... So, what'd you get? 15. 15, yep. That's a good boy. So. 15. 15? 21. Yep. Dario got 15 as well. Mm-hmm. And Voyage and Dog got. I got 8. 8. Dog was technically 19. Oh shit. Yeah, don't be doing that. We don't get to talk. Okay. Anyone who got over 13 is going to take half of this. Uh, anyone who got under 13 takes 14 points of piercing damage. Anyone who got over 13. Anyone who takes under 13 gets 14 points. Anyone who got over takes half of that. Which is seven? Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Does my armor mitigate that? Fuck no, it's a wisdom saving throw, you fool. But it's piercing damage. It's psychic damage. Oh, what you said. Basically what happens psychic is, is a wisdom saving throw, <laughs> always psychic damage. It's just the rule of thumb for D&D. <laughs> um, it's giving you a really bad headache. So you guys see it happen as it points its arms out and basically as it pulls its arms out, like it almost looks like it's pulling what looks like a cardiovascular system out of its body as these weird tendrils of black and highlights of orange pass through as it starts and they shoot out like this huge web 60 feet and catches everyone and instantly it like it doesn't even hurt physically but these little tendrils wrap around your body and instantly it's like a this searing pain in your brain and those who are strong of mind are kind of able to uh, shake it off quite quickly. But uh, Voyage and Dog, mainly Voyage, I believe, it's a bit more unruly for you. A bit, dis- uh, bit disconcerting, uncomfortable. And it levels a little bit. Now, why did I pick the hardest noise to make for this monster? <laughs> anyway, you are now also frightened of this creature. That's going to be its turn it's not smart enough to really think about moving because it's unsure of what's happening i would dare say so that is going to go back to the top of initiative which is going to be zeph with zero on deck um from where zeph is standing obviously that's not 60 feet because mm-hmm. they didn't get more than that so i'm gonna make him do a sneaky snake and um I love do it like pretty much be in a position where they're kind of hiding behind zero sort of thing but yeah hiding behind are you like actually attempting to cut yourself from its sight yes the car work behind another creature okay. lotus and halflings can do it you can't i can't do it okay however because this map is cut that way for a reason there are still trees and stuff yeah. around here i will allow you to make one um 
yeah, if you want to make light and basically be on this outside edge, yeah. and you want to be how close if you're trying to make a hit? So... Because you can only throw... If you're throwing a dagger again, you can only go so far, right? Um, I can go 60 feet, though, if I'm fine. So I'll, I'll say realistic, because this 60 feet is this whole thing. Yeah. If you spend 15 feet of your movement and basically move off the precipice of the map, that will allow you to be within 60 feet of throwing a dagger. All right, I will do that, just so I can get um, so, in between um, the spiritual weapon and... Dyer. In Dyer? Dyer, yeah. Dyer. I'll say, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. So, roll to sneak first. Yeah, I'll bring it over. Yeah, I feel like it's like Zeph in the bushes, like, <laughs> just fucking praying that it lands. So, that's a dirty 20 for the sneak. sneak. Okay. Okay. Um, and then to here. That's why do you think these things are, Um, dog loves you. So, once every turn. Good boy! Damage twice. Does an 11 hit? No, but if you're hiding, you attack with advantage. Remember that. I can't stifle. I can't. I was like, oh, I can't not do it. Yeah, yeah, so. 16 plus 6. Because if you, if you hide and you attack the creature you're hiding from, you get advantage on yeah. that creature alone. So that so is going to do it. 22 to hit. So let's do the boys again. So 3d6 yeah. and the d4, and then you and add then another 6 because yeah. dog spat on the dagger again. And then another 3 as well. On top of and, the, and the normal 3 plus, yeah. So Fourteen. Not bad at all. It just becomes rudimentary clockwork for you. You just wait for the moment where you can go for the orange. And it's tricky because you're trying to get it in between everyone and not clip Dadia, but you're able to just what? And you just curve and you're like, it's like when you lean into bowling alley, you're like, and it just lands in your like, and it it starts doing the same thing as it's accomplished in. It starts trying to separate its attention and figure out who it wants to go for. But because there's so many people around, it's not quite sure what to do. And this time, it's when it when its face shifts, it becomes one. And you watch as it goes from having angular features like an elf to that of like more rare of a humanoid. And then at one point, it just becomes a blank slate with just that burning orange fire in the middle. Yeah. And then it goes back to that of a half like humanoid woman on one side and half like orcish male on the other, re- trying to reconstitute its form. Uh, is there anything else you want to do? Or is that you? Um, I believe that's me because I moved. Yep, move bonus action attack. Yes, you did. Alrighty. Uh, Zero, that's you. Voyage, you're on deck. Alright. Um, Zero's just going to uh, position herself whilst the spiritual weapon is sort of swinging around. She's going to look down her scope. Um, like straight along the edge? Uh, no, just where where the enemy is. She's gonna look down a scope. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. And just yeah, time sure. it perfectly so she's not hitting any allies. He goes straight over Hugo's head. <laughs> Does a fourteen hit? Just. <laughs> um, 
yours. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, God, I don't believe in this throw. listening. Thank you. Um, uh, Dahlia, you're going to need to make a death saving throw. I'm sorry. So good. Um, oh, that's a bit more hefty. Um, that's 17 piercing damage. And it also needs to make a save, correct? Um, no, you don't, but... Um, oh, any creatures around where the White Widow hits. Yeah. Yep. Um, so that's going to be a DC of... Let me just check, sorry. No, you're all good. Um, so that's a DC 14. I had a particular image in mind when I thought about the White Widow as a gun. Check I'll send it to the group chat when we're done, and you'll see how fucking bad this thing is. <laughs> Wait, I, do I have advantage on deck saving throws? This happened to you last game you weren't here, by the way, where you copped one of those, I think. I do. You don't fucking learn. <laughs> it's not about learning, it's the fact that you're in range. Two fights now! <laughs> um, it's it's only it's only three fire damage. It's another one fire, too. It's, it's, it's like it's like in a video game for like two seconds and then the fire just goes out and it's like ow <laughs> singed my beautiful silver hair it just grows back again <laughs> like instantly just you're all good anything else you want to do um nope um she's gonna reload and then get ready for the next round hang on no i'm just making sure yeah you have to reload on your next turn again yeah you're all good sorry i'm i'm trying to remember 100 spinning plates at once no worries uh, that. voyage that's you um uh, with dadia you're up next yeah remind me how frightening works um let me check it's you can't move a frightened creature to... has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of zero is in line of sight and you can't willingly move close up to the source of your fear Cool, 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 cool. No doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Great bit. Um. <laughs> 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 just two <laughs> You just mean. After we cast Hail of Thorns after it hits, yeah? I believe so. I think Halo Force, Halo Thorns only lasts for a turn, does it not? Concentration up to one minute. Concentration up to one minute. Oh, so you, when you took damage last round, you would have had to make a concentration check, which is DC 10 or DC half the damage. So can you just roll a... It's... I see a lot of people say it's basically just a constitution save. Um, So, yeah, I believe DC 10 is uh, DC 10 or half the damage. So, yeah, go DC 10. Just roll D. D10. Yeah, 10? No, that's an 18. Yeah, so you maintain concentration. You're all good. Up to one minute, which is 10 rounds of combat. So you're gone. Cool, so I've still got it. Still... You still have it, yes. I miss the first one. Yep, arrow just goes wide. You're struggling. It's like, it's like one of those things where you pull the arrow up, you feel your body guiding it the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm still going to try. <laughs> No, I'm not. Can I just shoot this? Same thing. Just spin and the arrow just goes wide. You can't land it because this thing right now is just the most horrific thing you've ever seen. The constant shifting of faces, almost passing by like a nightmare. Mm -hmm. Doesn't feel good, though, JPEG. No. 
does not feel good. Don't feel good at all. Anything else you want to do? I'm sorry. I'm taking so long. It's okay. Everyone here is, I think, playing new classes comparatively to others. There's so, so much stuff I still have not. It's played. okay. It's okay. If you live long enough, we'll we'll live to see it. Have you seen me try and add up my dice? Like shit. Dog is not frightened. Dog is not frightened. Oh, that's because dog succeeded. Add the numbers together. <laughs> I'm gonna command dog. Okay. Not to perform the health action, but to go in and attack. Okay. What's dog's to movement? Help them. Uh, his movement is forty feet. Uh. Yep, they'll do it. So galloping in like a small scaly horse, <laughs> and he runs in and basically just wedges it. Uh, I guess around through. Yeah, we'll say we'll spend. We got the idea. You got the idea. Yeah, he's just on this thing. <laughs> yeah, he, he's... Look, he's on it. So, it'll be a bite attack. Yep. <clears throat> Manifest that shit, dog. Come on. No one shouts. Nat 20. It's a 19. Damn it. <sighs> I called powers beyond the grave. <laughs> it's, a, it's a 25. <laughs> That'll do it. Roll your damage. Look at this. Good boy. <laughs> Seven. It's the oh so gentle pitter patter of the little dice rolling along the tray that gives me the good brain goo. <laughs> it's his singular brain cell rolling around in his head. <laughs> Clashing against itself on the inside of the cranium. So you watch as this scaly boy full sprint and just leaps. And, you, and again, it's... The concept of this creature that is both physical and not physical is a wig out, and that's half of the horror of this creature. Yet somehow this dude runs up and just on is like as it's shrinking, just, just runs onto the arm, and he's, it's it's the dog from Sinbad, yeah. <laughs> like just hanging onto this thing's arm, and it shrieks louder. And it's like <laughs> like it's it doesn't know what's happened. It's like. Fuck, get this thing off. Like, this sucks. But, <laughs> is there anything else? No, we're good. <laughs> Daddy, that's you with Google on deck. Right. Have we figured out what type of creature this is yet? No, you haven't. Can we not tell us what we're looking at? Nope. You, oh. can, you can make a history check and see if you can, like... Oh, is that, or maybe intelligence? <laughs> what do you got going on, buddy? History or Arcana, either one of those would work. Or uh, History, Arcana, or Religion. Any one of those three will yield some sort of result, maybe. <laughs> Fucking skank. This <laughs> <laughs> is seven. Nah, nothing. Did I, okay, fine. I'm just going to cast my spell anyway and just hope for the best. Um, yeah. So I'm firstly going to cast... Uh, wait, no. Channel Divinity, and I'm going to uh, use Turn Undead on this thing. So uh, let me see where this is. Uh, yeah, turn the unholy. So uh, any fiends or undead that uh, is it a fiend or an undead? I'm gonna tell you right now. You, it's one of these things where it's like you clasp your holy symbol on your chest and like put your sword up, and a beam of light cracks through the cloud cover, and you watch as the golden wave, the golden silver like platinum wave, blacks out, passes over, nothing happens. 
You've got your move. You've got your bonus action or your movement left. Is Channel Divinity no Channel Divinity is just an action, yeah. It's an action, yeah, yeah. Bonus action or movement. That's all you got. Disgusting. Alright, so my bonus action, I'm going to um uh Sanctuary. Bonus action, and I'm going to put it on the doggo. He's in touch. He's literally right there. Yeah, I'm gonna touch him. Tail walks past he's like Summer boy! Any creature that now attacks or targets the water creature with an attack or half a spell must make a wisdom saving throw on a failed save for creature with choosing your target or lose the attack. This is that spell you fucked me with at the end of that one shot we did two years ago where I couldn't nail you guys at all. Like, uh, yeah. So every time it attacks, uh, every time it attacks dog, it's got to make a wisdom save. Yeah. If the water, if dog makes an attack, uh, cast a spell that affects an enemy or deals damage to another creature, the spell ends. Yeah, fair enough. Yep. Okay, cool. Your dog is protected. And yeah. that's your turn. And that is my turn, Beautiful. Hugo, that's you. I'm going to move around just a little bit here, just in case there's any AoE shit that could do us damage. Spread us out a bit. Just a nuclear bomb. <laughs> and then I'm going to cast at second level at Guiding Bolt again. Um, 13. Thirteen is its armor class. Oh thank god. Second level, I got five D six. I beg your pardon. <laughs> um so six, nine, what's that? Fourteen twenty damage. And next thing gets advantage. You go slay your quarry. Um Well yeah, with the Usual thing, grabs his necklace, quick silent prayer, blasts a bolt forward, but I'll combine it with the fact that I've still got my spiritual weapon out, and as the bolt hits it, he's just gonna like smack down on top with the uh, giant spiritual trowel. So there's this there's this whole routine <laughs> as the energy flies out, Dario, you get like that spidey sense where it's like, I'm gonna get down right now. Yeah. As and it's one of those things where, like, the camera pants, catches dog's pupil, the slit goes really thin, dog lets go. As the spiritual trout comes up, it, like, picks up some of the dirt, and, like, the dirt's falling on the creature. It's like... And just with a thunderous... And just mushes this thing into dust. And you watch, like, the, the black goo that the last one dissipated into just erupts in the air. It's... Thankfully, because it's a different color, it doesn't look as bad. But man, if that was like three shades of red, that would look fucking wild. <laughs> like, and it goes up, and the environment settles. The black fog dissipates as combat ends, and you guys are. It feels like it's a a breathable place. It's still dark and dank and not nice, but it is uh, comparable. Comparatively to the path, feels like a DD room. Everyone's able to link back up. What do you want to do? The fuck was that thing? While conversation begins to happen, Voyage is like, "I'm not looking at the other one. I'm not looking at the other one." But he's going to go suss out what that was. Well, uh, your your frightened condition ends because the creature's yeah. gone, so you're all good. But uh, but he's just. <laughs> <laughs> I might still be frightened. I don't know yet. <laughs> You go over and look, and it's this, again, it's the, it's 
goo. Like it's still like this black ichor, but it's got this weird sheen where it's like sometimes when you circle around it, it passes over and it becomes like clear and then it's black again. Then it's clear and it's black again. Little bits of smoke hoffling on it every now and again. What do you want to do? Mess kit includes all the equipment one would need to cook while on the go. So I'd like to pick it up in a cooking pot of some variety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Not touching it with my hands, I'm just... I'm not eating that. No, I'm definitely not eating that. Zeph's gonna just come up and just be like, hold on a minute, and grab the dagger out and just <laughs> flick it. Give it a shake. Yeah. yeah. And then they'll do that to the other one as well. I'm Job. sorry if it's uh, a bit noisy. I saw dog. <laughs> the, the daggers are fine. Just a little bit of ichor on them. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm doing essentially the same thing as well. I'm going to go up to this one here and using something from either my herbalism or healer's kit, like a small vial. Ooh, last vial, yeah, for sure. A little vial of whatever it is. Yep, for sure. You are able to do that. Um, you guys that collected the the um, can you please roll me intelligence checks? Just to kind of gauge an idea nope. of what you're looking at. Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nah. Looks the same thing. Yep. We've got a plus zero as well, so. We don't share a collective brain cell. The dice are a fiscal mistress. A fickle mistress. Um, yeah. Immediately off the top of your head, not sure what you can do with it, but the fact that it remains kind of feels like it's important. Or it could be useful for something. But you have one file of uh, black goo. And you also have one uh, pot of black goo. Is there any more like floating around, like on the ground or anything? There's no goo left. Only from where the two fell, and they both collected the samples. Like all of it? Yeah, it's only a small amount. So I can't, um, eat can't eat any. Well, bro, you never built. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I only got a little vial <laughs> from mine, so it's probably not a whole. It's probably still some over there. No, it's okay. So. You guys have cleared the threat that was basically trying to coax you in and you bit the bullet and then it then bit the bullet. So you're all good. Fucked around and found out. A little bit fucked around and found out. You want to eat some. I hold the vial out to like offer you a drink of it. We're going to be good friends. (laughs) (laughs) Cody's looking at me like, do you really want to do this? I'm like, I want to know what this stuff does. So this is a good way as any to find out. That is all shit. Hold on, let me check my wisdom. If you, I, I, without looking at your stuff right now, you want to do it or no? Con safe. Oh, bro. (laughs) While these two fuckheads are jerking each other off, we're just going to bring the pot over to you two and be like, Do you want to eat it? (laughs) Not so much do you want to eat it, but what do I do with it? That is a 17. You're lucky. You spit it back out, it's fucked. You get no effects from it. Ooh. Okay. I scoop it back Not as good as I thought. again, what you spit out. Yeah. Um, it'll probably just be Zeph, because as soon as the other one falls, um, Zero just quietly returns to the cart, just to make sure that the horse and the cart haven't fucked off. So she's just doing that in the background at the moment. So it'd just be Zeph, I guess, so. Give me one second. This is a little bit toey. It's clean. But if you turn um, this way, it's black. Clean, black. Did anyone else get a major headache at one point there? 
from the blood running through people's nose. Um, just a quick question. Herbalism <laughs> kit, would they, would that oh, have a jar? Hang on, sorry. Say it again. Um, a herbalism kit, would that have any sort of jar? Is that just like your herbs, your good spice? Oh, I'd allow it. I'd allow you to have like one little vial of empty shit. Yeah. You can, yeah. Um, Zeph, when you come over with the goo, is just going to um, go into the little sack thing on their hip and just pull out a little vial that's oh, perfect. similar and just hold it for a voyage. See the moon. And then just puts yeah. a puts the cork top back on and just I do want that jar back though. Yeah. Like, do you know what it is though? Looks like black. It but if you if look it's clear you can make a history arcana or a religion check if you want to attempt to go into your brain and pull some history. <laughs> so that was wisdom, arcana, history? History, arcana, or religion. Religion, okay. Losing my religion. Excellent. So either way, they're all plus one, so we'll see. So that's 15. Uh, with arcana or religion? Pretty much all of them plus one. So, um, we'll but which, go, one, which one you picked? We will go Arcana. So, with a, with a fifteen, you get two things from it. The concept of it was the thing that triggered you was the fact that it tried to split itself into several faces and looks like it was taking forms of things. Right, not unlike yourself. In instances where you've looked up and probably say when you were maybe like a bit younger and you were trying to like get some sort of semblance of like your kind and like how you, where you guys come from and how you interact in real life, it becomes, you realize that there were creatures that sometimes inhabit areas where souls have died and they had no ability to move on because the area was, let me just double check what it is. It's like the mental anguish and suffering of creatures can hang around and infect areas where they fall. And, and they literally just call them anguishes. That's what they were. And sometimes these anguishes will take the form of bodies that have had great mental anguish and or had anguish and suffered and died in that area. Uh, what you get from your Arcana check is they share uh, some traits with and immunities with semi-corporeal undead, you know, like ghosts, wraiths, or the like, um, and shadows. If what you get from that is if an anguisher was actually to slay a sapient creature, uh, a new one would actually appear. Yeah. So what you get from that immediately is getting rid of them stopped the capability of another one coming. Okay. No, that was a shambling mound. Two different creatures entirely. We killed both of them. But yes, an anguisher. It was unholy. Shared the same traits as it. Yes, that is void shaking the shit out of it on occasion. <laughs> so pretty much it's just at this point, it's literally just go and there can be nothing. It's just the remnants of whatever it was or the anguishes formerly. And all the spirits that it basically took. You get the sense that someone that works with chemicals, an alchemist, would be the best way to go. Yeah. Someone who knows 
this particular goo can do this and can be turned into this. Someone who knows chemicals, maybe in apothecary potions, but, you know, like alchemists that do the whole thing where it's like they turn shit into other shit. Yeah. That'd probably be a good call. Yeah. And where you going? There's a lot. Cool. I know that. <laughs> I know that. Um, anything else anyone wants to do in the clearing before you guys... How long have we been hanging out here, do you reckon? This would be maybe like 10, 15 minutes. Um, I've cast Prayer of Healing, mm-hmm. and everyone gets 2d8 plus 3. Ooh! So anyone that's hurt gets 13 hit points back. Why did I start this campaign at level 5? <laughs> Guess spicy fast is good. I'm enjoying it. Ooh. 13. Yes, pass it around. Have a look. I'm, pro- I'm quite proud of that. A 13 points of healing as you guys feel that that glowing purple energy go over you like a, like a ringlet and instantly you feel, you feel better. You got a bit more jive in your step. Continue on the rest of the afternoon into the evening. Goes that incident and you guys are able to stop and make camp again if you would like. I'm assuming that's probably going to be the best option. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Molly, you yeah, you're all good. Um, you guys are all able to make camp. Are we going to go with the same watches as before because the elves can stay awake? They basically take shorter to rest, right? Zero, yeah. we'll, do. we'll do that again. Um, who wants to go first? <laughs> Perception check, please. Uh, that is 13. Thankfully, it's actually a bit more lively. Um, maybe 30, 40 minutes down the path, seemingly clearing out something that was causing such, like, not a pun, anguish and distress in the area. It's creatures feel a bit more comfortable to return and a bit more lively. But you sit and relax, guns at the ready, and nothing catches your attention. You are able to go through your hours of watch willy nilly, no error. Beautiful. Um, the handover is simply because she. Her, her trance is a bit different to um, mm-hmm. Dario's, but she has um, observed him from the night before and seen that he's still quite teetering the edge of alert, even when he's uh, sort of meditating. Mm-hmm. So she simply just says, Dario, and then goes, yeah. and then yep. goes to meditate herself. Uh, Dario, do you want to roll perception, please? Oh. Oh, does that count? Because it bounced out, or are we... I'll I'll let you have a season. No, it's not. Oh, that's a decent one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just got Yep. Because that first one was not a decent one at all. You when you when you're alerted and you wake up, immediately like the same thing. You feel where there's a little bit more life in the area. Mm-hmm. You're comfortable enough with sitting down. It's like I'm not even gonna put my armor on. Mm-hmm. I'm quite comfortable with that. And mm-hmm. immediately right now, everything's pretty good. Okay. And the night passes without incident. Everyone is able to get a long rest. Any previous effects are gone. You are at full HP, and the day is ready for yours again. We are now at. I keep closing the curtain down. Level six. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are now on to the next day, which is Donisvin. D O double N E R S V I N. Do I realize I could have sent this to you guys ahead of time because you would know it? Yes. Am I a dickhead? Yes. Is Am I going to send it after this? 
Absolutely not. <laughs> Make it harder. Totally fair enough. Yeah. Is this the easiest way for my dyslexic cast brain to learn? Shit, yeah. Hell yeah. We'll, we'll go with that then. Uh, yes, Donisvin, which I believe is we're now in the 19th day of Svathrin. Yep. Beautiful. Where are we? Alrighty. Can I please get someone to roll another D10 and D100, please? Seb's turn. 17. What did you want to say before that roll? Because you look like you had an idea. It's okay. I'm going to hold out. Are you sure? Because we can say this happens before your trip starts. No? Alrighty. Well, someone roll a D8. I want to roll the dice. Voyage is on it. Four. Walking along the path, we'll say by well, this point you're going into the third. You're going into the third day. According to Google's map, you are coming close onto the town of Sindrafen. As you move along, um, make perception. Anyone who wants to make a perception check. Twenty. Well, I got two at once. Then. Eighteen. Twenty. Twenty. Four. Twelve and ten. Lovely. Uh, zero and uh, Hugo. As you guys are kind of scoping out, it's um, it's a sound that's artificial to the landscape, so it kind of snaps you back into hyperfixation, and it's the, it's the, it's jingling, it's jingling of metal on wood and other like like trinkets and and it kind of snaps you back in and as you guys look like by i would say hugo on the car would look behind you and zero you would look forward um you see it first it's going into the the um like midday-ish going into like one o'clock in the afternoon it's a cart this like another cart but this one's like a merchant's cart like it's it almost looks like a rickshaw because it's got four wheels but they're real they're close together, but the top of the cart is for lack of a scientific term, it's fucking abnormal. Like it goes what this weird it's real big, but it's got like a little roof on, it's got like little windows, hanging lanterns, and you see like weird trinkets and like there's so much going on. Like I can't even describe to you right now until you were gonna have a look close look. But you see, it's getting pulled along by a bit of a honky chunky mule. And you see someone's walking it. Humanoid, bit hunched over, like tallish, but hunched. Uh, walking along, long black coat, bit of a bolt, like a long boater hat kind of. But they're coming up on you as you're, like, they're coming up on you as you're going. And immediately they haven't noticed you. But you get this, like, might be, like, traveling, maybe a merchant because the amount of shit that's on the cart, like that sort of stuff. But they're coming up basically at the point where you kind of start seeing what's on there. They're passing your left as you're passing their right. Does it look like the car can sit more than two people? Reach for the sky. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. Not, I'm, I'm, joking. Not, I'm not, <laughs> not happen. It's not happening. You don't even know what's happening, bro. Yeah, you're not even. Well, by, by this point, Albert, you guys see it first. It basically gave you preemptive to, like, if you want to do something. No. But just... it comes up, and if you guys are just walking past, but you see there's a lot of. Uh, there's three or four lanterns roped on every corner and they're all of different designs. One is heavy brass, one is black iron, one is gold maybe, but a bit dirty. And they're not lit because the sun's still out enough where you can see, 
And like I said, the mule is honky tonky, big belly, stubby little legs, no neck, have an ass, mohawk, fucking hair. <laughs> and the cart around the cart, there's the window pane. There's window panes on it. Like it looks like you fit maybe two or three people if they were sitting, like kind of crammed into it. But it sounds like it's full and there's a lot of shit in there. And the window panes, the front window is a circular window and it's like nice, that sheeted red, like stained glass. And the one on the side, which is the side, the left-hand side as you're passing, one half is like a diamond and the other half is like a square and they've just kind of like been cramped together in the middle to like make it fit. And you can see where there's like big different bits of timber. Some of it's ashen oak, some of it's just normal dark oak, some of it's redwood. It's like this thing's like either taken damage or it's been cobbled together for some reason. And you find the gentleman walks past notices would you be trying to stealthily look or are you just like what the fuck is this thing like what is just staring he was like a little kid looking out the window of a car absolutely fascinated probably actually sketching down the different shapes and things yeah uh, the car stops I can't help but notice you're looking at my car traveler (laughs) can I do it for you are you interested you're a traveling merchant of some kind? What is oh, this? Oh, merchant would be the word, maybe. Depends what you're buying. What are you selling? Oh, well, it depends on what you're looking at. And you find it's because the gentleman who was leading the mule was on the right-hand side. So, like, he's hunched over. And he comes around, and you realize as he comes around, he's hunched. And then he stops being hunched. And he stands tall. Taller than you. Smash. Maybe. <laughs> About six, 6.9 feet, maybe nearly 10 feet. Tall, slender, skin as white as a ghost. But when he tips his hat up, you see it's a long, happy smile, angular face. Almost looks elven, but freakishly so. And as the bow dips up, you realize his eyes are as deep as black as yours. As he looks down on you and tips his hat. Well, a pretty lady like yourself. Would you like to browse my wares? Stranger danger. Do <laughs> <laughs> you just adjust your eyebrows? <laughs> maybe, maybe. We don't know that for sure. <laughs> um, is even with like the sort of overstretched smile, am I able to determine his his race? You can try. Yeah, I'm going to give it a crack. Is there anything particular you'd like me to roll or just like an insight or something? You tell me what you want to roll and I'll tell you what it is. I'm going to do an insight because I've got... Insight? Yeah, sure. ...advantage on that. So the first one's going to be a 23. Um, Yeah, we'll go with 23. Normally with insight, trying to discern something from a person, they would roll a deception check if they want to try and mask something. Fair enough. You find that this slender gentleman does nothing of the like looking at his face and the way he acts and but mainly just like the features of his face and skin bears a lot of similarity to someone immediately in your vicinity but differently so but he looks and you find he realizes that you're staring a bit hard and he goes i'm sorry my dear i'm not for sale (laughs) i like him Bells my wares, and he like one long arm, and pulls the heart. I love this guy. 
and it's like a whole bunch of like just for lack of a scientific term shit just comes out bro fucking weird trinket things there's a fucking dead bird nailed to the bottom of a bird cage but held up <laughs> on like armature wire there's fucking there's shrunk and skinned pixies in fucking photo frames panes of glass very weird and like that's just on first glance but there's a lot of things here and you find he long arms kind of crawls in has a look and he's like oh i have many things in here what do you need do you need <laughs> wing of pixie do you need eye of new it's a bit of a classic but it's been overdone don't you think oh my god what do you really need and like the eyes are like bugging a little bit but just big black eyes under this huge brimmed hat two things first do you deal with guns it's okay if the answer is no what? Never mind. Second thing. And she takes off her red shades. Do you have shades that are not just shades? I'm feeling like a little more pizzazz. I'll be right back. And you find his arms go over his head and he backwards rolls into his car and he's just he's just gone for a moment. Uh, make perception checks for me, anyone that's immediately in the area. Thirteen. Mm-hmm. What'd you get, baby boy? Four and an eleven. Voyage sees jackal. What'd you roll? Ooh, my my apologies. I wrongly assumed that. Oh, uh, that is a twenty-two. He shouldn't be able to fit in that cart, but somehow he does. does Let me. I'm just looking through some stuff here. I'm going to roll. I'm just trying to find what I had in me. Shake it all out. Fuck off. Fuck so off. many twos. It's been my number recently and I don't know why. It's probably not these That's three twos as well. Two, two, okay, so you find he comes out and with that he's got three, like, oh, I want to say case, but bags basically. Guys, and he goes, I've collected a few of these. I've had tricks. Uh, I guess if you were looking for swimming goggles or anything of the sort, but what, what do you want? What do you need? like shades like this. I like the red lens. It completes the look. But perhaps you have anything that might offer a little bit of fancy dancy doodah magic on them. I don't know how you people do these things. Uh, an enchantment I think perhaps it may be called. Hmm. Yeah. Boy, gives down and goes through the bags. Yeah. Oh. And if like, you pick up, like, one comes out and it almost looks like it's made of, like, crystalline and it's, like, glass. Just, no, not that. <laughs> breaks in the back of the car. Mm. Uh, yes, okay. I think this will do. And you find he pulls out one and it's... They're, like... It's, it's like a leather strap and one has, like, a telescopic piece and one has, like, a runic circular bit. And he pulls it out and he goes... I think this isn't really a bit your style, but I'm sure if you take it to a, a smith or a craftsman of some sort, they might be able to change it if you need something a little bit more 
How much I got? Two copper pieces. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> my dear, <laughs> my dear, you, you are beautiful, but not that beautiful. Uh, then tell me how much. Make a persuasion check real quick. That's okay. Not my charisma is great, but we're gonna hold hard crack. Uh. That is an 11. Oh, I go to a lot of places. I'm not really from here. I'm not sure you can tell. For you, 600 gold pieces and you can have it. Oh, fuck me. I just laughed. Ha, ha, ha. The Can I ask you, how many travelers do you come across on the road that you find just happen to have 600 gold pieces in their pockets? You'd be surprised. <laughs> I think I would. I'm not fighting you. How about, so, no. nobody said anything about fighting. You're fucking crazy. You have no idea. No, I'm crazier than you. What about an IOU? Persuasion check. He's going with insight, so he's gonna. You know, I'm not gonna roll them either. Oh, it's only nine. She's being genuine though. One, two long fingers against his angled chin with his long ears. She's fully convinced she's gonna meet this man again and give him more money. I hope to God we meet this man. <laughs> Me too. I can always abide by a deal. What do you have on offer? What can you do for me? Oh, that's easy. The same job I always offer to everyone. Don't think dirty thoughts. <laughs> a businessman. While this is going on, can I roll something to see if you would know anything about hags? You can roll that. Uh, let me know in a moment. A deal. This. What would I be rolling? Into uh, uh, nah, Doesn't matter. No. <laughs> the same thing I always offer for a job. I kill things. I kill people. <laughs> you suppose? I suppose you think you're quite good at it. Oh, I don't think. I'm. Cranes his head to you because you're being a smartass. <laughs> you think she's quite good at it? Yes. Hmm. Oh, wait! I do have something I can bargain <laughs> She pulls out the raven she blasted a hole in the other day. That's been plucked clean. And that's been plucked clean and hands it over. 600 gold for a dead bird. <laughs> No fucking chance. <laughs> I want my birds back. I can still get it for you if you like. It's her bird. <laughs> no, 
<laughs> you you keep that. Yeah. I like deals. That's a fucking fair deal. I may have something. And but this time back leg goes into the car and then just disappears again. And but this time it's silence. There's no rummaging this time. Make an inside check. Yeah, go on. Um, that is, wait, we'll go and on yep. that. Um, nope, we'll go with the first one, so that's a dirty 20. With a dirty 20? Someone who has that much crap in a small space, if they don't make a sound, you know they've beelined for something, they know exactly where it, it is. is. He comes back out, and he's got a little tiny gold ring. For your hand, it's perfect size, right? But in his, like, elongated fingers, it's very odd. I just realized this kind of sounds like the Nightmare King from Critical Role. I totally didn't mean for this to happen. <laughs> Fuck off. I was thinking of Slenderman. That's except what, he has a face. Yeah, I've been I'm going to draw the picture. You'll get one in a week. But he comes out with this ring and he goes, If you take this, you'll be mine until I feel the deal is satisfactory. I can call upon you whenever I want. <laughs> You'll get some benefits. It's not the first time I've worn a ring on my finger. <laughs> and she presents. Wow. <laughs> first of all, how dare you? <laughs> I'm going to. I'm going to peel back behind the veil behind the DM screen here. What's happening here? If you take this, you alone will go up one level in Warlock. With a dedicate with a pack to the archfey, that's what he's offering. I like it, so I'm gonna put a ring on it. You find okay, <laughs> ever, ever so gently slips it on. It's a little bit big, but like that scene from Lord of the Rings where the one ring shrinks and fits, almost like it's not there. Make a charisma save for me, please. <gasps> Is nobody else concerned here? Or um, do you have to cast your thing to be able to tell when this favor is? Actually, he has to cast it, it's not automatic. No, he starts casting spells. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, my spidey sense is going fucking ham right now, bro. Uh, hang on. You take 20 points of psychic damage. As the deal you have just struck has just really knocked your body for a six. You guys watch as Zero's entire body <laughs> stiffens up. And you find in the entire thing, he never lets go of her hand while your body seizes. And then there's an out-of-body experience is a weird thing, right? Because it's, yeah, it's depicted it's as you're looking down on your body like you're the player of the video game and you witness it. And your vision pulls out for a minute and you watch as you see yourself, you see the slender man, you see your compatriots that you're traveling with and everything reeling in. I can't fucking believe you fell for this, you absolute fool. I can't <laughs> believe this. Um, it's like a little doll that I can just smash on things. You get visions... Not in this moment. There's you get visions because you've accepted this deal, a landscape that you've never seen before. Forests as endless as time memoriam ever. 
Um, you see webs as thick as like draft horse ropes going between trees. Spiders that aren't spiders, but they are at the same time. You see more folk that look like Zeph. You see another gentleman or another creature that looks like the, the slender gentleman. And just this weird rushing of debt, but also power from that debt as you've for some reason accepted a deal from the first two that put another ring on your finger Slow learner, eh? and the last says you <laughs> and the last thing that happens is you see Sal's face as you snap back into reality blood coming from your nose your ears like as like the capillaries in your head have just burst and you guys watch and how quick does that happen from your perspective like instantaneous instantly the second the ring shrunk and sealed bleaking he just Can stands up on the edge of the cart and sacred flame to his hand the fuck did you just do <laughs> nothing to know be wise. sit down and he finally pulls his hands back and without looking arms you're expecting a crack where like joints would dislocate and they don't happen then just closes the thing behind him i think that's enough for today can i protect no it's a bit late isn't it She's already got nothing well nothing yeah. bad's happening as far as you're aware like for you guys it's a fraction of a second of a second instantaneous Did you see that it knows it starts like, like something just happened. <laughs> I'm just call hilarious. the doctor. I'm the doctor. Who, <laughs> who, are, who are you? What's your name? I'm just passing through. <laughs> well, unless anyone else wants anything, Ooh. I think I'll be on my way. I want to try. <laughs> What's up, boy? <laughs> Two things. See. <laughs> Favoured enemy, does that tick off when a favoured enemy is nearby? I believe the wording of favoured enemy is you just get particular mechanical advantages against them. Yeah. If I do believe... Yeah, I believe favoured enemy is you just get some buffs against them. I will quickly look it... Pardon me, I'll quickly look it up. Huh? Because I, I it believe... It doesn't state anything along the lines of that. I just wanted to know. No, I believe favorite enemy. It's just got something to do with like you have advantage, advantage on survival checks and tracking them. I think, um, as well as interchecks to recall information about them. Yes, and one language of choice spoken. Yes. Yeah. Then no. That's it. But he finally stands, arms still backwards, holding the cart shut. No takers. <laughs> he was just staring, holding the sacred flame, like. My God, won't we have people like uncomfortable? You? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. My love, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be seeing you soon. Steps over the donkey and then hunches back in on himself for that small form, and and begins to walk. As you guys are sat in the middle of the road, wondering. The fuck does that what mean? just happened? Everyone's looking at you like you? And that's where we'll end our session. <laughs> Good ending. <laughs>
You may now take a level in Warlock, but your pact must be to the Archfabe. Delicious. I can't believe you bit it. I will always bite. Always. That's what I was hoping would happen with the fucking liquid I drank. Not with the strangers she meets in a car. Incredible, incredible. Thank you everyone so much for watching. Um, I really didn't think you would bite that quickly. It's actually quite concerning. I now have judgments against you as a person. <laughs> and I love you very much. Um, but before we wrap up tonight's session so we can all uh, grab a smoke break and go home, does anyone have anything they want to plug? All caffeine, no talent. Enough said. Yeah, what? Come on, Sebby. We know yeah, you're jump one. over and check out Seb Mag stuff for a heap of D&D miniature-related builds on YouTube. Hell yeah. A lot of the stuff on the board was made by Seb. The modular grass and some of the trees were stuff that Sebby printed out for us. It's very good. We like it very much. Um, yep. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in and watching. You can follow us on Tomes and Tales RPG on Facebook and Tomes and Tales RPG on Instagram. We're also on TikTok, Tomes and Tales RPG. We're uploading highlight reels and, you know, funny audio excerpts and all that sort of stuff. It's good fun. Um, but really, other than that, I don't think I've got anything really to plug right now. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you next time between the pages. Ooh. Ooh.